Oh, hi. Hi there. Welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. Could I quickly ask that you consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch? You can also do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. Easy to boo. Easy. You can also follow us on social media at tabletopnotch for updates, announcements, and footage of me talking to every creature in all of Antisuyu. Anyways, I've said all I needed to say. Don't want to take up more of your time. So, let us begin this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In Season 2, Chapter 9, Clouded Judgment, our plan to establish ourselves among the various mining claims was put on hold when we were forced to acknowledge the unfortunate reality that we might be traveling without Erland, potentially for the rest of the day, if not longer. Desperate to peruse the potentially damning information Ortiz possessed about Atonement's end, Erland had left us shorthanded, which is why we were doubly thankful to spot a familiar reasonably friendly face, arriving at the campsite, right as we were weighing our options. After cleaning up the crypts and Bezafir had failed to excise the invading voice in her head, <laughs> Kiimi adopted a new plan of action that had brought her back to the top shelf, and her intentions lined up nicely with our own, even if they were for entirely different reasons. On her way back to Dillasun, Kiimi was forced into combat with some undead spirits, and after striking them down, found that the voice, henceforth known as Mr. Curse, disappeared, <laughs> though only briefly. It was her estimation that this was no coincidence, and that perhaps eliminating a greater undead threat would silence the voice for good, so she'd followed a trail of desecrated ground toward Myriad Meadow, where the rest of us had an idea about what she'd find. We did our best to advocate for Marathil Pastina in the limited time we had remaining, challenging the locals to an axe-beak rodeo and planting a few rumors about the lack of valuable resources in the claim. The results were mixed, oh but we left on a relative high note, and though there was no shortage of anxiety about taking a fight without our fourth regular party member, further delays only promised to bring more vampiric mist, so we vowed to finally bring this undead nightmare to an end. 
With Kiimi borrowing a horse, we headed north, but soon deviated from the road as a trail of bone, ash, and gore traced a more direct route to the meadow. This desecrated path was disturbing not only to our senses, but to Graven's god, who made one of his increasingly rare appearances to ask that his cleric purge the ground with radiant light. It wasn't meant to be, however, for Orba was discovering that those deeply in tune with the dead could draw power from such a place, and now was not the time to spurn protections in favor of propriety. Bolstered by what the spirits had to offer, we ventured forth and reached our destination just in time for the skies to open up. Pouring rain and raging winds culminated around a black cloud that stretched all the way down from sky to earth, an ominous monument to the forthcoming battle. With one last look to each other to steal our resolve, we stepped through the fog and found ourselves in a sectioned-off field where the terrain was hard and black as coal. The skeletal figure with the barnacle-laden bones stepped forth to formally introduce the duel, and as Orba accepted, the ground beneath our feet began to rise, creating dozens of uneven columns surrounding a platform for the two of them to face off, a proving ground for the young reaper. Waves of skeletons and shadows were summoned to keep the rest of us at bay, but while Kiimi was more than holding her own, shattering bones with crossbow bolts, we struggled to land any meaningful strikes on the sunken king himself. We weren't yet in poor health, but we wondered if it would be death by a thousand cuts if we couldn't devise a strategy to deal out some punishment instead of just managing the minions. As the storm continued to rage and we put our backs against the pillars to avoid torrents of air knocking us from our posts, we dug in for what was sure to be a long fight, and we asked ourselves, how much firepower could we concentrate on the sunken king without allowing his summoned allies to overwhelm us? What did this creature know of Orba's past that perhaps she herself was not even aware of? And with no hesitation whatsoever in making fun of that guy's sick brother, were Kiimi and the voice in her head secretly a perfect match? We find out now on season two, chapter two, of A Peak Beneath the Veil. That was a sneak attack. Deal triple damage. It did. All right. Here we go. Here we go. A ferocious crack of thunder coincides with a heavy plated armor stomping of a skeletal boot. Splintered fractures spiderwebbing out from beneath his foot, made highly visible by the pooling water of the storm seeping into the tiny crevices. After failing to infiltrate your thoughts with horrifying and frightful imagery, the creature tilts its head with a kind of irritated curiosity, perhaps sensing the unnatural protections that have reinforced your mind. He looks around to where your allies are clinging to slick rocks, jockeying for a better line of sight, (laughs) and doing their best to hold the attention of the summoned reinforcements, emboldened by what feels to him like the tides turning in his favor. He reaches confidently out into the distance and manipulates the winds once more to send a rush of air toward the Goliath that has once again ascended to one of the highest peaks. So we were in the middle of the Sunken King's turn. The only thing he had not done yet was use a bonus action, which he's going to use now to send a torrent of air. I need you to make a strength saving throw for me. Which I, I hate still that bonus action. Have my it's my, it really yes, hurt when I fell. Nineteen. Nineteen. As the air, uh, seventeen. No. Why? Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry, I it goes out. 
it looked like an 18, but it's a 16. Graven perched just behind that little lip there, the obsidian top of that pillar. Graven ducks down just to feel the kind of air rush over his head, the sort of bald head, the, the water sort of getting pushed off of your scalp so that when you come up, it's like almost dry on the top of your head and then the rain once again pelts the top of your dome. We're going to go now to Safira's turn. Yeah, as an update, okay. as a reminder on the order, it was at the top, Kimi, Orba, Graven, Sunken King, Safira, Skeletons. And then, yeah, Safira and then Summons are all summons. The Okay, I am going to try to bite this skeleton that's right next to me. I don't okay. think I have to move to do that. You do don't. I? You can okay. reach up and all right, it's I'm not that. That is a natural 20. Roll it. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. This guy's damaged, right? Uh, Yes. Okay, great. Uh, Because that means I get Colossus as well. Yep. Give it. Okay. Seven. And then... two. Oh, right. Times... Okay, so 14. 14. I gotcha. And then... That I can do. Uh, plus two, so a 16 total damage. Double that as well. Oh, wait, do I double Double Colossus, Colossus Slayer as well? Yep. Okay. Need so... dice to roll or double. Oh, no. Oh, 18. <laughs> With one, that I couldn't do. No. You reach oh, up nice. and <laughs> grab that femur bone at the bottom, and he tries to pull it away, and it just tears from Yes! Yes! And you <laughs> rattle the bone against his other leg, and he just okay. cross, cross, cross. disintegrates. Good job. Um, yeah. <laughs> I... I don't think I want to move anywhere. If I'm, do I have a sense of if Kaimi could get into this same space that I'm in, or am I too big as a wolf? You can't share a space. So okay, we can't can share a space. Okay. She can get through you. She can move through your space, but she can't pull it uh, and can't turn on her space. Okay. Um, or make an attack from her space. All right. I am going to go ahead and drop animus, I think. Okay, great. After a ferocious bite, you toss the sort of bone to the side, goes off into the distance, and then dropping the animus form. This may have been done, but we'll see. Welcome back. I have 12 HP. Severe returns to her natural form. And you sort of now, you were sort of, because you were in wolf form, like lower to the ground and now standing Can up a I little higher. Can I take a second to duck down and hide as well? Or no, I guess I can't um, You're too much within vision to hide. You could duck down to take... I would like to take cover. You could take cover from like a couple creatures. Yes, yeah. I would yeah, like sure. to do that. You sort of crouch down there near the, near the pillar. Yes, you may. All right, it's the ads. Okay. So we've got, what, two alive here? The one? All right, the first one's easy. Uh, the skeletal archer is going to take aim at the closest creature, which is Graven here. So draws a sort of crooked arrow from his quiver. Yeah, he's going to do two attacks. He has multi-attack. Uh, one's a nine, but the other one's a 19. Um, okay. Go, uh, dead hits. Damage. Okay. Uh, does... Five piercing damage. It is halved because of my prognosticator's hole. Here we go. Come and on. that shield kind of pulses, ricochets off. It gets a little scratch, but you take some of the damage. I take how much instead? Uh, rounded two. down, so two, yep. Oh my god, what did I just erase? No! Are you serious? Uh oh. You don't know how much HP you had? What just happened? <laughs> I don't know! But did Graven just break? <laughs> we you broke. have no idea how much health you had? What's your max health? It's 40. It was a third. I think it was 34. I think I took like, I think I took six from a fall or something like that. You definitely took some damage. Did you have a spirit pass through you at one point? 
We're gonna say you were at 30. <laughs> oh, you definitely took some damage from a fall. I mean, I don't remember exactly. And you definitely took some damage from the ghost, so we're gonna say 30. Anthony. <laughs> he broke the system. If I have no HP. <laughs> this is actually the trick. I'm gonna roll for my hull here. Yes. See what I can get. That is a seven. Uh, hit me with some acid damage next time, will you? Oh, God. <laughs> my. Uh, all right. He's been throwing out some poison. True. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is the skeleton. So, and the um, <laughs> yeah, the shadow, seeing the sort of transformation just below, is gonna swoop down here to Sephira. Uh, oh, it's thanks. gonna pass through you and thanks. then come to here. Sure. And as it passes through, yeah, I figure that's gonna hurt, isn't it? Um, it is going to make a attack. Can I ask it not to politely? Uh, 17 to hit. 17 is ow. Okay. <laughs> um, you take five necrotic damage. Ow. And your strength is reduced by two. Okay. Until the end of a Use your uh, HP first. short or long rest. I can't. Oh, oh, I can. I can. I can. Yeah, so if How you much make, damage did you just tell me? Uh, you have five necrotic. Right okay. And then your strength is reduced by two. Right. So any strength check you make is now reduced by two. So just make it. Okay, sure. great. Is that when does that go away? Wait, Short not saving throw, just any check. Any strength involving check, including saving throw, is throws. minus two. Okay, yep. so this. Okay. Literally anything that uses your strength score is minus two. Okay. Are you gonna fight me on that? No, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you. Did we say that I went two thirty or that I had thirty when I erased? That's what I was saying, is you had 30 when you erased. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Toots. Okay. Kuzni. Whatever HP makes up the difference, Kuzni was like, nope. <laughs> I, just uh, I just took my own HP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the shadow is going to stay there. That like is the summon's button. turn. Oh. Kimi, you're up. Okay. Um, Go without the birds. Can I... Go over here, please. Uh, e, uh, yes. What do you that, very nice. Right. Do you want me to move? So politely. We. Oh, we. That arm. Come on. Okay. Give me an athletics check. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, seven. Seven. As you no, go no, for no, that, no, the no, slip no, rock no. just your hand slide. I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So that's plus this. How far up is she? <sighs> Um, 18. 18. Nice, nice, nice. So you stop yourself from falling. There's a ledge there. She That's where, where she is. Yeah. You basically wind back up. You jump and you slip and you just reach a foot out and then you get yourself perched back. That took, we'll say that took half your movement. So I could try again. You could try right? again. Because there's yes. nothing I can hit from here. Uh, Not from there, no. Okay, well then I'm just going to try again. Okay, give me an athletics check. <laughs> mm. Three! Give me a, a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Oh no. Ten. Ten. Oh no. You slip all the way to the bottom there. <laughs> As your fingers just can't get a grip on the obsidian. Okay, that fresh over coat it. of paint on your hands. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, I guess I'll stay here. You can take, uh, so you have cunning action. You could take a bonus action dash to attempt another time to climb up there. Yeah, why not? Give me an, an athletic strike. Like that attitude. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Eight. Eight? <laughs> it's okay. It's so, horrendous. 
Uh, no saving throw, because oh. now you're not uh, coming okay. down well, the platform. You want oh a my new, god! You want a new die? I, mean, I wasn't small kidding. Couple here. Yeah, don't use my die. Use one of Jordan's dice. Okay. Um, um, was that half again of the dash, or she could try again? No, that was, that was okay. everything. And that was my bonus one. action, right? That was my okay, bonus well, action as well. No, so you, Raven hears behind him, like, just a constant, like, scampering against the rock, no. unable to find purchase in the foothold. Down there, you're like, super I... safe, though. <laughs> yeah, you're so safe. Uh, all right, well, Orba. Find out. Okay. Um, Orba's gonna. Oh, she doesn't have her scythe. I don't know why I was trying to hold it. Uh, Orba's gonna close her eyes and think uh, and try to like draw some fucking memories in the back of her brain. And the first thing that pops into her head is when her dad gifted her her first book. And she's gonna open her eyes with that memory and she's gonna cast Mind Sliver on Sunken King. Okay. So go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence? Yes, sir. Not intelligence. Uh, 11. Fails. Okay, yes. so he takes 2d6. See that? You. See there? Six. Die for real. This Double time. six. Oh, yes. Yes! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 12 psychic damage. Uh, yep, 12 psychic damage. Uh, so he will, for his next saving throw, have minus 1d4 from the save, and then. Uh, any saving throw? Uh, from the next saving throw okay. it makes before the end of my Any. next turn. Uh, <laughs> and then Orba's gonna, as she like <laughs> felt his mind crack a little bit, she's gonna open her eyes and then over her shoulder she's gonna shout, um, Graven, strike your bell! Ding your ding its dong. I didn't want to say ding your dong, but you know. Ding the ding. Ding his dong. Um, and that's my turn. Okay, no movement, staying there. Yeah. Graven. Hear the Reaper! <laughs> Pull the dead. Pull the dead. Which is a wisdom save, and I subtract d4 from yes, it. Yes, you want me to roll that now? Uh, does it what, What's the wording on that? I don't know. The wording you, is, matters, but. Uh, and subtract 1d4 from the next so, saving throw. Sounds like you subtract, so you get to roll it. Okay. That's what I was just checking. All right, here we go. Um, 14. Minus 4, baby! 10. Fails. Oh, <clears throat> Come on. Um, 13 necrotic 13 damage. Necrotic there damage. we go. There we go. And the mind sliver goes in, and then the bell, it's sort of back and forth. His head kind of goes, his body kind of stays in one place, and his head is just getting moved from spot to spot. Oh, you donged that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Submit to her. Anything else? Um, I will go home this time. Okay. Stay where I am. Bonk. Let's see, oh, please. Snooze. Raven, this is no time for a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know. Raven, tie tie. And now? Um, that's I it saw. for. Okay. After taking a couple good smacks, the Sunken King looks at Orba, and this time he's going to go in for an attack. And some of the other attacks that uh, he's given to you, you've noticed that he almost kind of turns his head. He's used this claw one time, and he kind of swiped while turning his head. Another time he brought over a blade, and he kind of covered his face a little Ooh. bit. This time he <gasps> takes both hands. Oh, shit. And he looks, you see the sword begin to, like, pulse with kind of a purple. <laughs> he looks like he's going in for a particularly sort of brutal attack. Uh-huh. But in doing so, you get a clear look at his face. And you look into his eyes, you see those sort of pearl, opalescent eyes that sort of shift and change color. <laughs> Give me an arcana check. Okay, what's my arcana at this present moment? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good guess. It's a, good guess. It's a four for an eight. For an eight. So, you realize in this moment, as you're watching his eyes begin to change color, 
that every time he makes an attack, his eyes kind of flicker. Reds, greens, yellows, blacks, blues. Uh-huh. And you realize that maybe you might, if you discern the right sort of combination of colors, you might be able to anticipate. He's like telegraphing his mm. attacks almost. Oh, shit. You might be able to sort of evade his attacks Ooh. based on ability to discern. Okay. Whoa. Oh, Jesus, I hate cards, Matt. So many. <gasps> There's a bunch of colors. There's so not many. necessarily going to use all these colors. Oh, my God. There's so many colors. Hands are a whole deck of cards. <laughs> Is there a reverse card? Or maybe a draw four? <laughs> no, reverse. Yeah, no. Is there a wild card that could just work for any of Can the colors? Can you see this clearly from where you are? Uh, oh, yeah. Was. Okay. This is his like, sort of colorful up, opalescent eyes. Okay. Can I see that on the... Uh, it's going to be hard because of the light. Can you put it on battle map? Uh, you need to be able to see it. Okay. So I'll, I can show it later. Okay. So his eyes kind of shift and change colors. And you think that if you are able to, to correctly discern the color sequence, Okay. you might be able to evade the tack entirely. Oh. A color sequence? Yes. Okay. So you're going to, and you're not necessarily going to use all of those. Right, right, right. <laughs> what the? But his eyes are going to flicker here, and you're going to try and determine the sequence okay. of colors. Okay, so I have a blue, a gold, a red, a green, and a black. And you have two of each. There's never more than two of the same color. Okay. What? All right, you ready? It's a video. So he starts oh. to Stop. bring up that two-handed sword. Are you kidding? I was like... That was it. I just get it once, huh? Yep. Okay. (laughs) With a better Arcana check, maybe less colors to discern. (laughs) But with a failed Arcana check. Okay. This is the two-hander. Okay. What's your color sequence? Dude, there was like 12 of them. I don't have it. Uh, yes. All right. Yep. I know. I know. I know. All right. Chat's going to hate me. Okay. Red, green, black, blue. <laughs> you son of Arba's a standing there like, uh. uh that's a 22 to hit. Oh, Based on how he's winding this attack up, yep. I can assume that it, this is going to be a wallop, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, it looks like a pretty heavy two-handed strike. It does not seem like with this motion that it was going to hurt. And it was what to hit? Uh, 22 to hit. I can't even cast it. Uh, that hits. Okay. Shield would have been a tie. going to be okay. Oh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what kind of damage it is. Roll. Uh, Thirteen. Oh my god! Flashing damage. Are you at two HP right now? Hold on, let me do no, math. She's got a bunch of temp HP, I think. It's not anymore. Has diminished. Uh, it's gone. Uh, Thirteen, so ten. I'm at two HP. Oh, okay. So I was correct. With one mighty strike, okay. sort of cleaves at Orba. That she was takes a, bad a blow. Roll. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. his. And then he's going to reach up again <gasps> and summon another creature. I feel you could roll back. It is Blocking. a... Probably. Yes. You can't get healed, okay. can it's you? Right? It's good. Yes, I can. It is a physical creature. It's an archer. The green ones are ranged creatures. Oh, good. That's helpful. And, uh, and is anyone... Uh, yeah, he's going <laughs> to... Give me a strength saving throw. I was I was ducked. <laughs> yes. You, no! you, you have you have plus two to this save, which is going to negate negates strength. my yeah. strength. Okay. Well, because she's behind. minus one. 
didn't she? Oh, no, she had minus two. Oh, fuck off. Ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> that's a seven. <sighs> you give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh, Come on, girl. Oh, my God. That's a ten. How far did I just fall? Like I might be down. This is bad. Four twenty. Uh, uh, six bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay, I'm still up. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm surprised. Oh, I don't think you Sophia hits the ground, oh, picks herself up, puts a hand on the kind of obsidian pillar, looks okay. back up. That sucked. Okay, it's your turn, Sophia. It's my turn? Okay, great. I'm going to go ahead, and since I have two, now I can take a healing potion and still shoot at him, presumably. Those are both actions. I, since I get to shoot at him twice, I don't know. No, because it's the multi-attack right. action. Yeah, you can no, attack twice, or you can do one. Okay, I am going to then go ahead and take my healing potion. Um, okay. And what is the regular healing potion 2D4 again? 2d4 plus 2d4. Uh, this is d6. <laughs> that would be so much better. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, nice. okay. Of that's ten. Uh, yeah, that's mm, ten. Great. Great. Look up at the top. That's Boop. huge. Okay, <laughs> so I design. want to try to get myself back up to a position where I can still have some cover if I can. Can I kind of go back okay. to where I was? If yeah, I were so to stand right up where I was, is that incorporeal thing kind of, am I going to within range of that? Uh, if so. I go up? Yes, you can climb, uh, you not back to, I don't think you have movement, you can get like up there behind the pillar, did you see that? Okay. Here. I can't see where that is, that's strategic. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It, I mean, you, wouldn't be, you don't have great. enough movement to get back to where you were this turn. You're not going to be able to fire this turn anyway. No, I know, I'm just trying to get into a position that's, so in. You're hidden from him if you get over there. Maybe not from these. Well, that's what I'm, I'm actually more worried about these guys. Can I go back? Can mm-hmm. I retreat further since now I'm me? Can I try to go to back to where Kimi is? Would I still reasonably be able to get a shot at the king guy from there? You don't have enough movement to get up there. No, I know. I'm just saying, could I shoot at him from where I am? Or would that be From where you are where? Like down? No, not from down there. Okay. Yeah, you all need right. to get up a little bit. All right. That's, I, that's all I can do. You can do. move a little further. You can get, like... Okay. All right. Give me a uh, athletics check. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, no, but I will. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. I mean, 14. Great. Reinvigorated ah. by the healing potion. <sighs> okay. Pull yourself up. Uh-huh. All right. And I still want to try to crouch down and get up. Okay. Over when I'm there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that archer at the top has a pretty clear yeah, view of I, you. But... Yes, because... <laughs> All right, this is the summons. Um, the only person that this creature can see right now is Orba, so failing to fi- identify another target is going to take a sh- two shots at Orba here. Um, 16 to hit. Misses. And 14 to Misses. hit. Misses. <gasps> Please. You, you don't have any heals, dude. Two arrows go flying by. Mm. Um, the skeleton at the top... Uh, Sephira was there second. It's going to look down and the... Kiyomi's down there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it saw her before Sephira came in, so it's going to take two shots at Kiyomi. Uh, nine to hit. What is your armor class? Fifteen. Fifteen, so that's a miss. And then and that's a natural twenty, so that is Ooh, going to hit. Okay. Ten piercing damage. Ow. So you take the ten piercing damage... Okay. Um, you can, because you didn't use a reaction, you can use, uh, 
uncanny dodge if you want. That just halves the yes, damage, halves right? the damage. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, if if a attacker that you can see, which you can, hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the damage against you. So it does use up your reaction, but it but you can have the damage. Um, yeah. Great. So yeah. you take five piercing damage. Okay, where, where is yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, and then the um, ghost there, the shadow, can see Graven lying down there on the upper side. I don't know if he can... How much movement does this thing have? Like five feet. <laughs> 40 feet. Okay, it's going to get to you. Um, it's going to reach down with a sort of spectral claw. Now, because I'm prone, does he get advantage? Yep. This is a melee attack. <laughs> I will warding flare to give it a straight Just roll. Just a straight roll? Okay. <laughs> Um, 13 to hit. There we misses. go. This is great. So it kind of reaches down, a blast of light comes up, reels back, um, and it's going to stay there at the top, and that brings us to Kimi. Okay. Um, I Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I want to, I can't hit this guy from where I am, can I? Uh, the skeleton at the top, yeah. you can hit him. Okay, yeah. then I'm going to try. Great. Use my crossbow. There we 13. go. Okay, 20. That there hits. There we go. Oh, and that's the three of the... No, one of these. <laughs> no sneak attack on this um, one. Um, nine. Nine, great. Uh, and that's nine piercing damage, I'm assuming. It was the crossbow bolt. Oh, yes, piercing. Great, piercing damage. Great. <laughs> the bolt kind of goes up through the skull. Come on. Takes a couple steps back. That's the first time that one's been reversed, <clears> because <throat> that one just got summoned. Um, anything else? Um, can I... Hide. Uh, you or, can. You can try and put your back sort of up against the. Should I try to move? No. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll just hide. Okay, give me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, Perception. Big dog shit. Uh, it's very. Uh, 27. Grit. <laughs> you can put your back up against, and you can see the creature kind of lean over. Isn't able to see you there. Um, okay. Orba. Okay, Orba's going to take out her potion of distilled Ryeth. Okay. Um, and as an action, drink it. Great. So. Sort of has that sort of odd kind of uh, ginger's earthy smell. Three. It's a one, four, plus four. I get eight temp HP. Great, eight temp HP. Okay, so I'm at ten now total. You are gone. Um... Have, uh, besides his just general attacks, does he do the eyeball thing when he's like summoning and stuff as well, or is it just like? Those... It seems like when he attacks. When not he when attacks. Summons. Yeah. Okay. And again, unless he's doing sort of a bigger attack, he he tries to obscure his face so he like you can't see it coming. He right. That. The only time you get a really good clear look at his face is when he goes in for the sort of big attack. Okay. What are we doing, Orba? I'm going to stay. <clears throat> okay. And that's my turn. All right. Graven. Action and bonus action can't both be leveled spells. Yes. What about channel divinity and a bonus action leveled spell? Channel divinity is not a spell. Be? Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, for now, um, told the dead again from where I am. <laughs> Graven peeks um, out behind the door. <laughs> ah! <laughs> on him. Um, he doesn't have the reduction in uh, his save. That's true. Uh, 
Wis- wisdom save? Yep. Uh, six. Fails. Let's go. Okay. 14 necrotic damage. Dead? Come on. <laughs> um, that's. <sighs> I, um, wait. Uh, if if I were to jump down to there, yep. Could I? Is that? Can he still hit me with wind? He'd be able to see you there. He'd yeah. be able to see me there. Could I crouch down over there? Would I have a similar like with your back up against? Yeah, kind of, I could let you attempt that. It would be like a it would be an attempt to hide, but not a real right. attempt to hide from him. Um, I'm gonna stay there. I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. Stay where Still I am. prone. Yeah, staying, staying on the ground. Yep. Okay. To not get blown off. Yep. All right. The sunken king. Is he replacing anybody? He is not. Mm-hmm. Which means he's going to be making a couple attacks here. Um, Got my going. fucking colors ready. And <laughs> he doesn't have any uh, wind to uh, attack. He doesn't have anyone to topple from the pillars. So it's all on me? Yes. Yeah. So he's going to take, first he's going to do one uh, rotting claw attack. This is the one that also did acid damage, right? Or this not acid, did... poison. <laughs> Wish. It poisoned you. Uh-huh. Anything did acid. Uh, but it was also, I think, necrotic. It was slashing damage. Slashing. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, uh, f- uh, 16 to hit. Misses. Orba Come ducks on. down, and he's going to take another overhand, and this one's going to be deathly touched. This is the one that does necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits? Yep. Are you down? No, no, no. I'm here. Six uh, necrotic damage. Uh, Three. Seven necrotic damage. Still still three three. if it's half. Yep. Um, And I need you to... uh, Hold on one second. Wait, let me do something in my brain. Three, five. Okay. Yes? Uh, This is the one where it had a potential to frighten you, but you're immune to the frightened condition. So once again, he takes the sort of deathly touch swipe at you. As he does that, Orba feels an electric charge on her belt, and she decides to just let loose and... Uses her uh, voltaic sash. Go ahead and read that for us. Uh, okay, it's the first so time we've used yeah. it. I think yeah, it is. Definitely. In response to being damaged by a creature within 60 feet that you could see, uh, use a reaction to surround that creature with sparks. The creature takes uh, makes a dex saving throw, taking 2d10 lightning on a failed or half as much on a success. Dexterity. Thirteen. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. How much? Okay, come on. Two D ten. Come on. Light him on. Just light him on fire if you could. Honestly, that would be great. Just five. That doesn't seem like fire. And a fucking one. Six. Six. Okay. Just little sparks are discharged from the uh, from the sash. They go up and. You can hear his bones kind of cracking from the force of the electricity. A little bit of uh, shock sent through his bones. Peering through the rain. How does he look? Um, give me a perception check. 17. 17. 17. You get a look at him as he's kind of writhing from the electricity coursing through him. And that, that helmet that he's wearing is sort of dented in a couple spots. It's sort of almost like concave, like it's moving mm-hmm. in on his skull a little bit, like he's starting to sort of crumble. He looks capable, but damaged. I mean, he's, he's doesn't seem like he's one step away from dropping. 
Uh, okay. And he had one more, I think. Uh, no, he did two attacks there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah did two attacks, and he can't gust anybody, he can't summon anybody, so that's it. Oh, I thought he was going to get three attacks. Uh, no, he only, he gets one attack and or two if, he, if there's no one to summon, and then a bonus action. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Turn in the tide, the turn in the tide. Safira, you're up. Okay, um, I am going, can I get a shot at him from where I am, or is it disadvantage? The green one? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, you need to get up higher. I need to get up higher? Yeah. Okay, then... You're talking about the king. I was talking about okay. the king. Yeah. So then I'm going to try to... I'm going to uh, take... Why? Why? Okay, I'm going to take a shot at this guy. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Two attacks. 13 to hit. On the skeleton yeah. archer? That hits. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. He's new. I don't think he's been touched yet, right? Uh, Kiimi oh, no, shot Kiimi him. just oh. shot him. Yep. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you doing? Okay. Uh, Stress. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's oh. 11, and then he also gets... Uh, oh, uh, that's 19 total 19. damage. The arrow goes up through his pelvis and then up through his skull. <laughs> Shattering ribs along the way. Yes. yes. Shattering ribs. <laughs> All right. So I get another shot. So I want. Oh no! I yes, yes. I do. I just I just rolled really well. That's that doesn't usually happen. I get another shot. Um, <laughs> I can't get to. Where would I have to be? Do I have enough movement to move to where I could get? Yes, to the king? we take athletics checks to get there. Right. Yep. I want to try to get to a place where I can get him. Got this. Come on. Give me an athletics check. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Okay. <gasps> All right. And as you land on that last one, you almost slide a little too far forward. You stop yourself. You have a pretty direct line yes. there. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take out now an arrow of death marking. Okay. Read that and one for us. Another new This thing. is, uh, if no arrow of death marking deals oh, damage crap. to an undead creature, the next attack roll made against that creature before the end of your next turn has advantage. And I am going to use one of my spell slots to also cast Zephyr Strike so I can give myself advantage on this. Awesome. Attack because I don't have faith that I can hit him. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. As Severe's climbing and jumping, she's like whispering spells, incantations, taking out the arrow. And also, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, okay. 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Um, all right. The same damage. It's the same damage. damage. It do, I don't do any more damage. It's just the 1d8. Fuck. Okay, six. And then I get the Colossus because he's damaged. Uh, 11 total damage. 11, excellent. Good, good, job, good job, good job. Okay. And the next creature to attack is out as the next attack roll has advantage. The, the next person who attacks gets advantage. Great. Right, hops up onto that one. The arrow of death marking goes out, and it pierces like through the plate armor, and it pulls the sort of. He tries to pull it out, but it just breaks at the sort of shaft there. Yeah. And there's a little piece of wood sticking out, and he drops it to the side. Okay. Keep punishing him, everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the summons time. Uh, that one's gonna take an attack on Graven there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with advantage, prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, nine, uh, twenty to hit. Dirty that, twenty. That'll hit. hit. Okay. Acid damage, right? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, necrotic damage. Seven necrotic damage. Okay. 
and your strength score is reduced by a further two. Holy fuck. So your strength score is now minus three. Jeez. Uh, As it freaks out, you feel that cold sort of drifting energy through your thigh as it reaches down. So I went down another two on the full score. Yes, in addition to... uh, Got it. Great, that sort of withering, malignant feeling in your thigh. And then the uh, other archer, after watching uh, Sephira take a shot as its precious sunken king, is going to take two shots at Sephira here from its perch. Cool. Uh, that one sucks. That's a nine to hit. Miss. And then a 16 to hit. Ow. <laughs> okay. Why? It's okay, it's just an archer, right? Yeah, it's just an archer, too. Uh, six dangerous. piercing no. damage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, that is the summons, which takes us back to Kimi. Mm, how, where do I have to go to hit the green guy? Like This one here? Yeah, like, is there anywhere I can easily get to? You really need to get, like, up here into the sort of platform in the middle, or I don't think you can get there in one turn, but, like, all the way around what to the other that? side. I'm so trapped! <laughs> um, you really need to climb or walk. Yeah. I mean, my land down state, can I see her down there? Yeah, what? Maybe. Can I see her down there if I'm laying down down there? Who, Kimi or Yeah, if she's looking yeah, around and where to yeah. go. Yeah. Go for the king! I mean, okay. I guess, okay, so if I get um, to, to this one right here, I can hit the king, right? With like, that's a crossbow. That would be a. He would have advantage partial cover attack. from. Yeah, you would have partial cover, but you would have advantage on the attack. Okay. Should I do my missile or? First of all, give me an. If you're doing that, give me an athletics check to get up. Oh right. Okay. Um. Uh, to where she is right now. Yeah. Missile. Right. Missile. Yeah. Six. Right. Wait. What is this? A. Athletics. Yep. Oh, and then you five. get the Five. Oh. Yeah, I can let you take a bonus Sorry. action dash to try and get up there again. Okay. Give me another. I can't attack. get any. You got it. Come on. You got it. You got it. So frustrating. Very slippery <gasps> wet rock. There we go. Fourteen. Kimi finally chooses her spot perfectly. <laughs> so presses the foot down. Hops up. Like <laughs> gets to that spot and you peer between those two columns. Okay. Give me the attack roll. Okay. So it's with advantage. So it's so you roll two, two okay. and take the higher of the two numbers. Okay, so we're doing this is crossbow then. Oh, sorry. No, that was only if you wanted to. I was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crossbowing or magic missile? This is a question. Do you get advantage? It will be sneak attack. You have magic advantage on the attack get. with uh, the crossbow. Oh, okay. So I want to do the crossbow because I have the. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. It would do more damage, yeah. but isn't guaranteed to hit. That's yeah. basically oh, the trade. Let's 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 do the crossbow. Okay. okay Give so me the advantage attack. Yo, okay. baby, let's go. <laughs> Ooh, 19 plus 7, 26 will hit. Okay. So this is going to be uh, your crossbow damage. So go ahead and roll for that. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, 7. 7, and then give me the sneak attack damage, too. Right, so that's 3d6. Come on, come on. Oh my god, that's a lot of math. <laughs> uh, 12. In addition to the 7, or? Yes. In addition to the 7. seven. Addition. In addition. Is that including the seven? No. No. Got it. Seven plus twelve. Plus twelve. Got it. Got it. We're good. We're good. That's okay. Nope. That's okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Amy threads the needle. A little crossbow bolt whizzes through and once again pierces the armor, like right underneath the armpit in the weak spot. Sort of sticks up underneath there. You can hear that sort of rage building as he seems yeah, to, this time that. when he takes kind of a step forward, he's shuddering a little bit. 
Not quite dead yet. Neil! You tell him. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. All right, Orba's gonna Orba's gonna set up for a ding dong. She's gonna close her eyes and again try to picture a memory. And she's picturing her father and her like at the dinner table with just like crumbs and like just small like just nibbles of food, whatever they can manage. And she's gonna cast Mind Sliver again. Intelligence saving throw. Yes, it is. I don't know if we can really pass this. Uh, four. Fails. Okay, so two d six psychic. Two d six psychic. Eight psychic damage. Psychic damage. And then he's gonna have the minus four on his next saving thing. Throw. One d four. Uh, one d four. What did I say? <laughs> you said minus four. That's <laughs> being optimistic. Yeah. Minus gonna full be, yeah, roll. <laughs> How does he look after that hit? He looks thoroughly thrashed, but still standing. And he's gonna summon. Yeah, he is. He has at least one summon. I have my turn first. Maybe two. No. Oh, you do. Yeah. You do. Have my yeah, turn yeah. first. Oh, okay. Yes, it's my turn. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Raven, you're up. Just getting to my knees here, holding my shield up above <laughs> me to the guy above me, and kneel to all the dead. You want to give me the D4 subtraction? Oh, yep. Come on, baby. <laughs> Eighteen. Minus one. Seventeen. No, that's safe. That bell rings out, but this time he steals himself. Stands but he said Neil with such vigor. Okay. It was raining really hard. He, what, what he heard was. <laughs> Anything else? I'm gonna stand up. Raven pulls himself so to his brave. feet. You're sort of, you can peer through the shadow at the Sunken oh King, like, because it's only, like, partially <laughs> corporeal there. Yeah, just staring him down, watching, okay. make just eyes on him and Orba. Okay. All right, and the Sunken King, first thing he's going to do, summon another creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, this guy. Uh, this is a shadow. This is good, it means he can't attack her twice. Oh, hi. I'm going to put that right between the two of you good, to make good, it hard yes. to see. And uh, before he attacks, he's going to take a bonus action. Mm-hmm. And Raven there, give me a strength saving throw. Minus three oh, because God, of Raven. your... Uh, oh, my two. God. Oh Torrent of air pours through you. Is there anything to land on there? There is not. Give me a dexterity saving throw to, to try to get to, to the side. Yeah. Dexterity save. Mm-hmm. Come on, Raven. Come on. Okay, okay. 19. 19. There we go. Come on. <sighs> nice. There we go. Come on. You do take, uh, you're going to take, because you sort of landed on your chest, you're going to take just a, just a one sort of uh, length of falling mm-hmm. damage. Mm-hmm. You take three bludgeoning damage from the partial fall there, okay. but you manage okay. to grab onto the end. You actually are prone. That's manageable. Okay. Just from that. Um, all right, and once again, after shooting out the torrent of air, he grips his sword with two hands, glowing purple necrotic energy. Oh, Give me an arcana check. Come on, come on. <laughs> Thank Christ. Uh, 18. All right, oh, this time Lord. better able to identify. I hate this so much. <laughs> oh, no the colors, as he brings up the sword once more, Eyes flickering back and forth. You see that clearly? Give me a second. <laughs> yes. All right. 
Parents. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Go ahead. Yellow, green, blue, black, red. Yes! yes! And Orba feels the, like the air on her face of the blade moving past. Her hair moving strands. One <gasps> strand of hair gets cut by the oh! and goes out into the rain. And you fall back onto one hand and then you propel yourself back oh. up. And you stand face to face with the sunken king. The title of Reaper is not meant for you. You are meant to be protected, not thrown into the fire. And he sort of stands there opposite you, and we go to Safira. Come on. Ow. Okay, um. <laughs> this game is like so that to me. All right. Stress sweats are. I am going to. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast my, use my last spell slot, cast Zephyr Sprite, okay. give myself advantage again on this attack. Go ahead. And I'm going to fire at him. And using an arrow of death marking, which I should have said. But. Oh, okay. Night. Okay. 26 to hit. That will hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so sad. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Or... Uh, okay, so that's 11 total damage. 11 total damage? Yes. Are you kidding me? And for a moment, it seems like he's gonna crumple. He goes down to one knee, falls to one knee. He raises himself up once more. He's hanging on with every fiber of his being As Orbis on his back. absolute last lengths here. She's going to just Everybody quickly know. look at him and then in Infernal just blank and tell him to kneel. Okay. Uh, uh, the ads here are going to take one sort of walk around the block. Mm. This one's going to pass through Kimi. Yeah. Uh, that's going to make an attack <laughs> on you. Uh, that is a 13 to hit. Uh, Armor class. 15. Great. Yeah. Misses as it passes through. Um, this one up here is going to float down and attack Graven is with advantage here. Mm-hmm. It's prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the 18 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, four necrotic damage. And your strength is reduced by another two. Holy shit. Oh my god, your strength is so bad! Graven can feel, with each touch, being sapped, this sort of blackened, infectious energy. My strength and intelligence are both eight right now. You're so dumb and silly! Graven's like, that's all I had going for me! (laughs) I am still very wise. That withering energy coursing through you. And this Just creature, uh, can it see someone who's not Orba? Yeah, I can see Saphira. It's going to take thank two God. shots at Saphira mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Uh, that one's an 8 to hit, and that, that one's sense. a 15 to hit. That hits. That hits. Mm-hmm. Please don't go. <clears throat> don't. A minimum roll, three piercing thank damage. Thank you. That's fine. Nice. I'm still up. We get an entire round. One arrow. Come on. And Kaimi, that brings us to you. Okay. Come on. Should I throw my missile? <laughs> oh! Oh, yes! Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. I totally forgot about the missile! Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my missiles. One missile, another, all three at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead and roll your dice. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And you add one per die. Per so die, okay. Do you want another one of those? 
Uh, I think it's only three, isn't I, yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, you have three, have three in there? Yeah, okay. Well, that's summons. Um, this one's that cocked. cocked. Reroll that one. Okay. Reroll that one. Okay, so one, so plus an, an extra. One for each one die. For so each okay, so just add three. three. Okay. <laughs> Five, eight, twelve. Twelve. The missiles coursing around. One goes to the left of the pillar. The other one goes to the right of the pillar. And Orba, standing there with the sunken king, sees these <laughs> impacts. And I need Kaimi here. You get. She doesn't des- know what these are. She doesn't. You get to describe the way in which the sunken king falls to your attacks. There. Oh my God! He is going to like slowly drop down to one knee. And just like sway back and forth and look me directly in the eye and be like, well, this thing? <laughs> this one? And then just like blink a little bit and then fall down to the other knee and then face flat into the earth. You can hear bones cracking. You can hear barnacles flying off. And his bones begin to kind of wither into black. They turn to ash in front of you scattering along this tall black platform. It's gonna be good for the boys. And as you guys watch, you see as the platform begins to fall, the pillars around. Should we be worried about this? Are we like, like, no! It's up, yes. And you guys sort of stay on steady footing. The rain continues to fall. And I need We get out of... Oh, we already are out of that. Great. The columns of black, they sink back into the ground. They're quickly sort of covered up by rapidly growing grasses. It's like watching a time lapse of winter into spring. They reach the earth and then... Yay. The column of mist subsides. And while a steady drip of rain continues, the storm retreats considerably, allowing a modicum of setting sun to backlight the clouds to a very hazy citrus glow. The dirt is softer than whatever sort of obsidian-like substance you stood upon, and yet somehow it feels sturdier beneath your feet. You look to each other, eye to eye, now on an equal plane at these vast fields, and as you guys have reached sort of ground level, you find yourself surprisingly far. Like, it felt like you were all sort of bunched around this area, but now that everyone's returned to the ground, you see each other each 20, 30 feet away from each other. The other summons are gone, If not for the wounds, the bruises, and the crushing fatigue, it would feel like you'd all just shared a nightmare. The whole experience, very surreal, very fleeting. And with notes of Petricor in her nostrils, Orba looks to the ground in front of her. She sees, resting very comfortably on a tuft of grass, the only lasting evidence that this duel took place here. An undersized skull partially gilded with a thin layer of gold along the left side, and barnacles circling around the eye sockets. And though it sits desolate now in this little cradle of brush, you feel as though, under the right conditions, you could breathe essence of life back into it to call upon its history, its power. (gasps) You learn the summon undead spell, which allows you to summon an undead spell. In addition to learning to the Summon Undead spell, your expertise as a Necromancer Reaper, 
there's certain, uh, this is the stat block for the undead spirit. So okay. it's a little small. I might print out another one for you. But you have certain improvements to the spell that are beyond the normal scope of the spell. So the spell is a standard oh, spell. Oh, baby. But you have additional, one, one addition is it is a concentration spell, but if you're wielding the scythe, you do not have to concentrate on it. That's so delicious. So it has like a little bonus. <laughs> And the other thing is, it uh, normally that spell does not trigger a Grim Harvest to give you hit points back, but you have the ability. So if that creature oh, kills something, awesome. you get life back. That's so a level three to, spell too. Yes, yeah, so you siphon life back from the any creature that your undead oh, spirit geez. kills. Um, and you will notice that the uh, the spell requires as a material component a gilded skull worth at least three hundred gold. You now have such a gilded oh, skull in your he's possession. Fancy barnacle boy! <laughs> oh my so goodness! You have, you have it in your okay. possession. Uh, Orba's gonna just kind of like collapse and drop to her knees. I'll run over. If yeah, I'm gonna run over as well. And she's gonna before they like reach to her. Uh, she's gonna reach out and like with the two fingers she's just gonna pick up the skull by the eye sockets and kind of just hold it up in front of her is everybody okay it is subdued yes yes the thing's not gonna come back to life and do anything is it only if i tell it to are you all right yeah are you okay everybody okay everyone's alive I'm kind of like standing like farther off still, just like bed, silent but... in my head, like waiting for the voice to come back and like okay. kind of like not paying attention to what's going on. I'm just like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Everyone's okay. We're on our feet, which is enough. Rest. I don't care if we're late. We're resting. What time is it at this point? It's probably like 6.30-ish. We travel to find a, a good spot. Place. Yes, but we're resting. Yeah. And as they're talking, for Ki'imi, the dust settling comes with a familiar sensation, a clarity, and a relief. Like that last sort of blowing of your nose when you're sick that clears out the congestion. And you can finally just take a real breath. And emptiness for some is often associated with despair, but for you it's the opposite. A blank canvas for you to look upon with fresh eyes. And even in your soaking leather armor lends itself to a kind of levity. But just as you experienced in the northern stout hills, the feeling does not persist. Mm. The sounds of the world around you become hollow as if sort of cupping your hands over your ears. And the voice that comes through next is the same one that you've been burdened with this time. Yeah. But it's softer, more insular. <laughs> and it speaks to you. You get the sense that it does so to, for itself as much as for you. Sort of, mm talking its own thoughts out. Mm -hmm. I remember. Okay, okay, details, man. Name, place, how you died, what's linked us, what do you remember? What you now simply call the ruin of Ebwoods was once a town the town of Manasami. My home, I think. And with every undead spirit put to rest, I see a clearer picture of the past. And there's a silence for a moment. Oh, okay. So, 
I guess this didn't work. We just gotta kill more dead things? Do you want to be free from my head too? What is- do you have any goals? What is your objective here? Please, answer me, please. Make a persuasion check. Sound of persuasion. Natural one? No, not And instead of sort of responding to your question, he just continues to talk. Okay. His thoughts sort of tumbling out, becoming your own. There in Manasami lived a husband and a wife. Simple folk. Good, but simple. Not schooled, possessing no artisan skills, and, most importantly, largely unacquainted with magic. You also must understand that at this time, centuries ago, necromancy was universally reviled not understood as it is today as something that can be constructive, benign. <laughs> Drawing your power from the will of the dead rather than through their suffering. But no, in the time of Manasami, any hint of necromantic arts was a sign of great evil. No questions, no compromise. This husband and wife, while taking an evening stroll, happened by a cemetery where the caretaker was tending to the graves. In a lonely line of work, he developed a tendency of muttering to himself, and that combined with the way the moonlight struck the fountain at that very moment made them believe that he was communicating with the dead. They did not want to accuse the man. He was a friend. But they were scared. They wrote a letter intended for an associate who was more knowledgeable in these matters, seeking their advice. But the letter was intercepted by the sheriff of the Epwoods, a man of zealous piety who, unbeknownst to them, kept very careful prying eyes on correspondence through the courier service. Upon learning of these misdeeds, the sheriff promptly took his best men to the cemetery and cut the caretaker down where he stood. No questions. No compromise. The husband and wife were imprisoned for not reporting the crimes sooner. And... That's all I can recall. And you... I, uh, I don't know who I am in this story. Am I the husband? The caretaker? The sheriff? Well, I guess whoever you are, we're stuck together for the time being. But we're going to get ourselves out of this, okay? We're, we're going to help you remember we're going to help you figure out who you are and, and how you died and, and how you got here. Yes. Okay. We're working together. I don't know why, but... I feel that my story is one of paying for the sins of others. Sins not born of malice, but of ignorance. And so too must your story be. 
For, for our curses are linked. That's really freaking unfair. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Unfair. There is more. But I cannot reach out and touch it. Okay, well, well, well we know that helping defeat the Sunken King... Brought you some clarity, brought you some memories. So we're gonna keep, we're gonna have to keep on this path. We're gonna have to keep finding undead things, drawing power, like you said, from their will, um, and and hopefully that'll help you remember. Does that sound like a good plan, Mister Curse? Yes. We okay. must go to the Ebb Woods. Okay, I'll 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 talk to the others. Maybe, maybe they'll come with us. Yes. I knew you liked them. <laughs> Did I? And the voice kind of fades to the back. Oh my God. Okay. And as this is happening, you can hear her sort of muttering. Yeah. She's a little bit of distance away. You can't really pick up exactly what she's saying. So if we see her just kind of sitting and, you know, good, wrapped up in herself and Orb is having a moment here, kind of, did you say you knelt down or you... Yeah. Um just kind of have gone up to her and like put a hand on her shoulder and like just be looking out and around to see if any anything's approaching. <laughs> Eight. Eight. The rain is sort of covering up any particular noises. So you know, you have a pretty clear line of sight now that the clouds have cleared a little bit. The myriad meadow is very, very flat, a lot of tall grass, but mostly just plains as far as you can see. It's quite a bit of, the sun's kind of going down, so it's starting to fade a little bit, but you can see pretty clearly and you don't see anything right away. After, after a few minutes, is there any more for you to draw from here? Or are you, can we move on? Graven, I thought, I thought you were supposed to do something to... I... Are we not doing no, that? No, no. Okay. Are you sure? Let us, let us speak of it later. Okay. I'm going to start to walk back towards them. Um, and All right. Well, good news and bad news. The voice didn't go away. Mr. Curse is very much still with us, but he's starting to remember some things. And I know very clearly that my next step is that I need to go to the Ebwoods. Mm. Oh, well, right. I mean, I need to go to the Ebwoods as well. So that right. was kind of on the list anyway, right? Don't really feel like traveling alone right now. <laughs> oh no, I don't think that's a good idea at all. It's always better to travel with, you know, companions. Thank you for your help. Yeah, cheers. You're right, good fighter. That don't know what we would have done without you there. That was brilliant. <laughs> cheers. We would have had much more trouble were you not there. Thank you. Well, I think, and I'm kind of doing the same thing, Grave. I was kind of looking around. Come here, perception check. Um, that's a seven. Seven. Same kind of thing. I mean, you have a pretty clear line of sight, but you don't perceive anything out of the ordinary as you look across the plains. Okay. I say. I think we need to keep moving. Keep moving. We stick to the road. We keep our heads down. At sundown, we can think about looking for a place to rest. Sundown? I think we should rest as soon as we can. We had an early morning this morning. We can do it again, but... Need to put some miles. I know. Any, I just I don't know what the road will bring, right? The road will bring us keeping our heads down and not 
Well, it could bring other things other than that too, mate. So, are the horses still tied up? Say, okay. Yep, they were tied up sort of to some brush a little ways away, but Chilling. you can see them from here. Yeah, it's very flat. At least a couple hours, if we can. Orb is kind of still resting in the meadow. Orb is just looking down still at the skull. She hasn't put it away yet, and uh, still just looking at it. Um, Graven, if. If your energy allows it, bringing peace to the grounds is not something I would be opposed to taking the time to do. Doesn't seem like, you know, a bad idea, considering. <clears throat> yes. There's no longer any, um, what's the word? Um, the defiled bits. Desecrated. The desecrated. Well, we saw, like, the chunks and stuff. What, what am I, what's the word I'm missing here? The chunks of gore flesh. and yeah, the gore and, sure. the, and the physical manifestation yeah. of the desecrated ground. Mm -hmm. Are there bits of that? That's like the area around where that swirling sort of uh, pillar of, of of clouds were has dissipated. But if you look back in the direction you came from, there's a trail of it, and it goes back away. Like goes back a you would have to follow it back a good ways right. to sort of begin yes. clearing it. Or and <laughs> because I think I misunderstood this at the time before. Quizney wanted me to do it Before then she, and there yes. while she was still. Yes. yes. Um, okay. In that case, no, we move on from here. Okay. Let us not speak of it for now. Okay. Excellent work, everybody. On we go. Onwards. I was able to hold back some of my energies. If people need healing, if something comes up, I we still have. We shouldn't need healing, mate. We need to rest. I'm saying. Come on. If I'm, and Sapir's looking at him like exhausted. The rest is good. <laughs> the rest. I'm is gonna fall off my fucking horse. I. Okay. We have to put. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. Us. It's good to know. Thank you. I'm not right. I'm barely seeing in front of me. So we, we should keep moving, but quickly, resting quite quickly. I've seen you take more shots than that. Uh it's not not many more, mate. <laughs> not too many more. Uh, as Orba gets up, she's gonna reach and grab her spellbook again. She's gonna remember to pick that up. <laughs> Leaves her. Is walking book. back to your horses. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, give me perception checks as you are. Oh God, what's happening around us, Matt? This is what I'm saying about the rest, you guys. God damn it, eleven. 19. 11. 13. Kimi's the first one to start to head in that direction, sort of almost itching to get away from this cursed location. <laughs> and as you're walking back, there's a number of these sort of tufts of tall grass that for you actually go up like almost <laughs> your waist. Yeah. For most people, kind of up to knee height or whatever. And at one kind of larger bushel tuft of grass, you see just a little bit of like shaking as if something's there. And you also hear like a like a pop. Like a cork noise, what? and then like <laughs> something drinking, so like a gulping kind of noise. I hate that. It's probably like 15, 20 feet in front. Wait, of is this the is this hand guy? This might be handless guy. I mean, I think he's fucking dead. Oh. <laughs> um, um, guys. Yeah. Hold for just a second. What is it? I I'm hearing something. Have I heard this noise before? Um, it doesn't sound out of the ordinary. It's like rustling and, and something drinking. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just a cute little tiny animal. Fingers crossed. What does it sound like? <laughs> um, I've, I've got my, I'm readying an action for anything that moves. Sure. I'm just going to point in the direction where mm -hmm. I heard it. When she points, you can see a little bit of rustling in the grass there. Show yourself. 
Come out the fucking bushes, you're outnumbered. And you hear just a... You get three seconds before we attack. I can't get up. I'm going to swiftly make my way over there. Okay. Careful, Graven. Holding, Sounds like holding, a um, Holding a sacred flame if something attacks me. Stomp your way through. You push aside kind of quickly the big tuft of grass, holding your hand out sort of in a ready position. And you see before you the elven man. Yeah. <gasps> Handless guy. Shit cradling one arm, and you can see by his side the sort of dripping red remnants of a healing potion that he drank. And healing potions don't restore, like, an injury of that magnitude, but you can see the blood sort of congealing and sort of the skin, what's left of the skin, kind of tightening around the edges. So it's stemmed the flow of bleeding, but it certainly hasn't, like, reconstructed his hand in any form. My healing do? No. Something that's that sort of... It could stop it from, like, being grotesquely painful, but it wouldn't reconstruct his hand. He needs sort of yeah. greater restoration of some kind to to restore something like that. What and he's lying, he's like yeah. on his back, lying in this little thing of grass, and he kind of, he's like shuddering a little bit from the cold rain and his arms sort of, he's trying to like shield it from the droplets that are oh touching down on it. What brought you here? Where did you come from? What was that? <laughs> Much too long to Explain right now. After my arm was torn asunder, I was swallowed up by darkness. Felt like I was falling through water, but I could not swim upward. I was surrounded by black, as if deep below the ocean surface, and there was nothing but pain to focus on. You must have crossed the desecrated grounds to get here. Why did you come here? Were you drawn here by something? And he sort of holds his arm to, like, for the first time, kind of gets a look at it, sees the blood sort of <gasps> thick- thickening on his don't, arm. Don't look at it. Look at me. Orba's gonna run to her saddlebags. She's gonna grab the, like, warm clothing. I'm assuming there's, like, a big jacket yep. in there. She's gonna grab it and she's gonna come over to him and wrap it. Uh, uh, Sorry. My name is Seb. Sebastian. Sebastian Charles. Nice to meet you, Sebastian. You're going to be all right. You're going to survive this. You know that, right? Yes. A very dear friend of mine who shares my occupation was offered quite a bit of money to escort someone into the airports. I don't know what this client was after, but I do know that I tried to talk my friend out of it. I know little of the airports beyond the fact that it is haunted which we humble soldiers of Vern have little experience with. You hear that place, Vern? It's up sort of up on the northern, northeast coast there. I know that place. Yeah. I came looking for my friend. He's been gone for almost two weeks now. You've already been through the Ebwoods looking for him? No. I was on my way when I saw the Pillar of Black and thought maybe the worst had happened. You came from Navigapura then? No, I come from Vern. Is Vern not north of here? North and east. Right. I came through the teeming lowlands, which passes here through the meadow before you get to the airports. Right. Do you have a horse? Can you get back? 
One does not pass through the teeming lowlands on horseback. The terrain is too difficult. Your friend, what's his name? What does he look like? We might be going through the upwards if we saw him. Is there a message you'd like us to get to him? Uh, if you could. Yes. His okay. name is Quintus. Quintus? Human man. About my age. And he looks like he's in his early to mid-thirties. Long blonde hair. And a short beard. As I said, he was looking for something with a client. We, um, we normally take people into the teeming lowlands to hunt, to gather resources. We are, we are guides of sorts. But this client came to Vern looking for an escort into the Edwards, which is not normally something that we do. For what client. purpose? Sorry. I don't know. But he must have offered a lot of money. Because Quintus accepted it without a second thought. I was hoping to go to the Ebwoods and find him. I know it is haunted, and I also know that in the north end of the ruins there are kobolds who have taken up residence there. Oh, good to know. Kobolds, perhaps you know, are fond of kidnapping. And he almost tries to chuckle. <laughs> They kidnap and then try to negotiate a ransom. So I thought maybe if the kobolds have Quintus, I could negotiate for his return. What did you bring with you for barter? Sort of eyes you a little suspiciously. I have some of my own to offer. Listen, you're not going to make it there now, are you? You must go back. I may have the ability... Not to fully restore your arm, but I can heal you better than any potion. But you would give us any other potions and what you would bargain, and we will try to do what we can. Make a persuasion check. Thirteen. Without the proper use of my arm, I feel the Ebwoods may become my grave. Certainly. But I have come so far. Hard to turn back now. Would you rather both of you be dead? I would rather I find Quintus. Can I pull Graven kind of aside away for just... <laughs> Give us a moment. <laughs> I'm going to kind of try to pull everyone away for a second. Oh, all of us. Oh, okay. Can I offer that he comes with us? I'm not dragging that behind us. I'm sending him back home and taking what he has on him. I'm not saying that's not a better idea. I'm just saying he seems to have some knowledge of the Edwards, and he clearly knows at least where these kobolds are. We're probably going to have to encounter them anyway. We're certainly going to have to clear out the area, especially if I'm going to do my spell, which I need to do with my bow. He can barely stay on his feet. I, I know, right now, he's absolutely useless. But with some rest and your healing, he might not be so useless. Uh, he's got business there. He might have some knowledge of the area. Is it the worst idea to bring him along? It's not like he's exactly dead weight. He was a soldier and, you know, seems to be able to keep himself right to a certain degree. He doesn't have to be that useful. As long as he gives us information and it doesn't hold us back, it can't be that bad, right. can it? All right. Orba. What do you think? Huh? Should he come with us? 
This is your party. Tomorrow is when we're supposed to be meeting the Volmalga guy, right? This is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. This would be a tomorrow morning thing. I mean, you're not far from the Edwoods right now. The meadow is up. And we're meeting him at the southern point of the Robber Mountains. Yeah, there's like a little arch there on the map, just at the base of the Robber Mountains. And how much time, just, I know the map isn't like super accurate by distance, but like... Decently accurate. Like, a little bit of a journey between Edwoods and the Robber Mountains part? I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it... A huge part of it comes down to how long you stay in the Edwoods, how long your sojourn into the Edwoods takes. Right. What if we... <laughs> that question, if we went all the way to the Rapra and we're like, Praxis, listen, we have to go backwards for a little bit, how much time would it take to go from where we meet him back to the Edwoods? Uh, half, like, half a day? Yeah, I mean, it would add a day. To, yeah. And it, at the place where we're meeting Volmalga... Mm-hmm. No town, obviously, but, like, a settlement of any kind? Nothing. That is just terrain. Okay. There's some sort of... Cliff implied that there was some sort of pass leading up into the mountains, but there's no there's no settlement there of any kind. Okay. By some amazing stroke of luck, our goals and Kaimi's have aligned. I don't know about bringing on another unknown. Well, we leave him. We dish him after the Edwards. That's all he wants. I mean, really, I, I don't see why, if he gets what he wants from the Edwards, it's not like he's going to follow us. I don't think he has any reason to. He I think is... he just wants his friend back and he doesn't want to die. Obviously. I, my opinion and my impression is that he is at least a savvy hunter, maybe a good tracker. If we're planning on entering the Edwards before we meet up... Prior knowledge is s- good thing. An extra set of hands, we've learned, is a good thing. Just to clarify, because I think you said it a couple times, not only did he not say that he knows the Edwoods, the implication was he's actually never been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, that's right. <laughs> but he knows at least that there are these things. Yes, as he, he was, as he was researching, he yeah. like when his friend went missing, he might have He knows the area around, around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, he, the implication was he's actually never been to the Edwoods. Sure. And that he's an expert on the lowlands. Yes, right. the teeming lowlands yes. is where he goes to hunt and gather. Look, people. I think even just an extra set of eyes, even if he's just on watch, even if he's just looking for stuff around us is useful. I mean, if he starts to cause problems, we can just ditch him, right? That's true. I mean, it's not like we owe him anything, and we are easily... I mean, we can obviously overpower him. All right. He is your responsibility. Okay. All right. I'm going to go back over. If I were to heal you, would you accompany us north? You would take me in the condition I am in? Well, I'm hoping that with a little bit of my energy and a good rest tonight, we are not going this day. This would be tomorrow. So he looks around. And what purpose does that serve for you? Well, we're hoping, honestly, an extra set of eyes might help us get through there easier. We have our own goals with the Edwards. Uh, I, in particular, want to perform That's a ritual, enough. so... It's That's enough information for him. Not any information. It's not important. But we're passing through anyway. And we figure we might be able to help you get your friend. But really, the usefulness is for us. If you can see things... Let, let him think. No one just travels through the Edwards. Sure, okay. Our business there is our own. 
I am sure that it is my worry is that your business brings more trouble to me. Oh, well, that shouldn't be the case. The idea wouldn't be to involve you in anything. It's just to take you with us so that we have an extra set of eyes on the road and so that you can hopefully negotiate for your friend. And Thank maybe you won't even have to, if, you know. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> disadvantage. Oh, I'm not persuasive. Three. I see kindness in your eyes. I do. But safer for me to travel alone, I think, than you travel back the way you came. Look, and we, we will promise to do what we can if we, if we come across. You'll die if you try to go. It's very valiant, but ultimately not useful if you're dead. I will go. There is a campsite south of here, in the top shelf, the miners of the region. I will rest there, get something to eat, see if there is someone who can bandage my arm. I will see how I feel. Okay. You will speak not of us. Yeah, please don't, you know. <laughs> Reaches down. He reaches to his belt that has like a little cloth covering and he lifts it up a little bit and he takes out two clinking bottles that are filled sort of with a reddish fluid. <gasps> yes. One for me, in case they do not have proper healing at the campsite. If I heal you right now, will you give us both? Make a persuasion check. Oh, oh come on. Yay. Come on, come on. Is he complete? No! Natural one. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> he looks up at you and he's really wrestling with it, but he doesn't know you. He doesn't trust you. He also, you haven't demonstrated any kind of magic. He doesn't know what you're capable of, to what extent your powers are. If, what? If I see him, <laughs> if I see him wavering. <laughs> he didn't see that. He didn't see the fight take place. That's no. right. I guess he was just in darkness. But if we I won. see him wavering. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Let's see how well you do. Uh, it's level one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, come on, baby. You it's uh, I do impressive. get to add to it. Mm -hmm. Let me just make yeah. sure. Well, that is I this a cure wounds? This is a cure wounds. One d eight plus three. Surely no. Is that another one? Four. A little bit of healing energy courses through him. And once again, a little bit of the skin up near the elbow is almost like creeping further down his arm, like it's trying to cover up the sort of exposed muscle and bone. But it only goes down a little bit of way. He, you can see a little bit of relief sort of pass over his face. And he puts one back in his little claw side. I might need one just in case. Yes. Thank you. Please take care of yourself. We'll still look out for your friend. If we see him, we'll Thank you. try to keep him safe for you. Good luck. Will you fare without my coat? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> if, she come, if she's coming close, I'm handing you the healing potion from him. <sighs> he rolls over kind of to one side so he can push himself up. 
stay away from desecrated grounds. Yes. One would hope I have learned my lesson. Turn. Goodbye, friend. Hear some quiet footsteps. Starts to walk away to the south. You guys walk over to your horses. Return to your belongings and your steeds. Saddle up. You look across the far plains here of the Myriad Meadow. And that is where we are going to take oh, a break. Oh my goodness. Hey, we rolled when it mattered. We did. <laughs> um, Let's not get too mad. We did. Yes, and. Yes. <laughs> now we don't have the baggage of this random guy who didn't even want to come with us. That's true. Yeah, he, he, probably, he, probably, he probably would have been a buzz. He didn't really kill. want us debating like, like he would care and he didn't. We'd have to share a horse. That sounds uncomfortable. I did want that. Yeah, have to make small talk. <laughs> no, wait, actually, he wouldn't. I think we have an extra horse, don't we? Oh, I think we only have four. Oh, no. But I'm so, we didn't steal that guy's Erlen's horse. Or... We didn't steal the extra oh, no. horse. We gave I wanted, it to the other half. I wanted extra horse. Yeah, that's right. I wanted extra horse. But I wanted extra horse that we bonus could paint. <laughs> bonus paintable horse. That is where we are going to take a break. Thank you, as always, everybody, for joining us. Oh, Your are kept us alive. We made it. They truly did. Through the trials of the Sunken King and not only came out on the other <laughs> side, but Orba oh. possessing the ability to call upon the spirits of the dead for the future. It's was a very it cool it? spell. I didn't think we were going to make it. I never wanted to. <laughs> I had no uh, faith. Was it worth it? Couple, couple, how blow did you get there? That They're was close. Oh, that I was, I'm at five HP. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Orba. You, the fact that you held we're at two. two there is. Two, <laughs> two. You should have died. And in a, the electricity's going around. So the, the, the he, he, he needed, there were four times, actually. Oh, yeah, you want to show off the yeah, times I'll, that you could have gone down? I'd like to not Oh, yeah. Well, I'm aware. <laughs> Four. Uh, so there, the trials here, if you failed your arcana check, what it was, was, the, what it was, was the... eight colors. And if you passed it, it was only five colors. Mm. So, like, here's it what... It looked like more than eight. It looked like... No, it's only yeah, eight. I'm not going to lie. The blue and the black well, were, were very difficult. The yeah, so the colors yeah. shift. Yep. Yeah, it's a little weird on the camera. Getting the five was... Oh, diggity doo! I also thought, I didn't think that that would just auto miss. I thought I was still gonna like no have no. like a plus. I know, but yeah. I thought I was gonna have like a plus three to hit or something for me. No, so, no, an excellent. Like, oh my god! Anticipation of a mighty blow, <gasps> Orba evaded. You have way too much disaster. faith in me, Matt. Hey, <laughs> way too much. We it was made supposed a plan? to be difficult to see. It's raining. It's storming. Yeah. It was yeah. the. It was supposed to be a difficult to discern, especially yeah. at the, at the eight colors. Made yep. to, we to, we to, made a plan and we exacted it. We did. Hey, we did it! Another did plan! It. Oh my god. Seamless. We're all alive! Oh my god, it went Easy. so swimmingly! <laughs> Thank you all so much, as oh, always. I um, will do the thanks of bits and subs after awesome. the break so that I can. So much. <laughs> we'll consolidate and look. Um, when we come back, we'll take a little uh, stroll in the direction of the Ebwoods, oh and uh, we'll see how far we get on the other stroll. side. Ah, wait, we're a going. Limp. We're going to take going. a limp on the way to the Ebwoods. All right, everybody. We'll be right back in 15 minutes. We'll see <laughs> we're you then. All there. Stay there. Can one of you please carry these healing potions? My collection of keys has expanded considerably, and you never know when one may come in handy. Oh, welcome back. Would you by any chance have any room to carry my potions? According to my slot system, I'm overburdened. You don't have a slot system for your inventory, you say? Well, if you head to our Patreon and become a big notch patron or higher, you can implement the inventory system we use here at Tabletop Notch into your own adventure. There are new homebrew elements from our campaign updated every month. Find out how it works at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. Need new traveling gear? You can also now buy your very own Tabletop Notch merch at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. 
Now, before you return to the story, how about you take this portable ram off my hands? All right, everybody, welcome back yes. to chapter 10 of season two of A Peek Beneath the Veil. We made it. We are going to jump back in, but before we do... Yes, I have things, things to say. All right, so we've got Zaland did a subscription and then also did 200 bits. Uh, Glyther resubscribed for four, the fourth month. Ham McGuinness subscribed. Snapping Cobra did five gifted subs and then 600 bits. Oh. Jack Rabbit Power did five gifted subs and 500 bits. Oh. GF Powers did 200 bits. Zagoodies did a subscription <laughs> for the second month. Yes. Mr. Jingleheimer did 100 bits. Still love that yes. name. Uh, Keith Hoffman gifted a sub. Uh, Chevmaster did a sub. And Savannah Yum Yum did a song. Oh. And then Snapping Cover just did 100 bits. Thanks, left. I'm pretty sure that's the only thing that kept us alive. Yeah. yeah <laughs> bits. Might have been. Surviving bits energy. Bits. <laughs> clearly. Oh, and Jack Rabbit Power just did another 100 bits. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you guys so, so much. It really means the world to us. And as we jump back in, the group turns to the northwest, guiding your horses through the level plains of the meadow. Enough light to travel by. Enough light to see the roads stretching out for a considerable distance. And enough light to confirm that there are no Erland-shaped figures yeah. coming to reunite with the party just yet. About that, have we? Some time passes, sort of riding through these hills. You start to make out the beginnings of a tree line across the horizon, which, unless you've gotten turned around, should mark the transition to the Ebwoods. At first, a very scattered forest, that will then condense as you get closer to the center, and then open up again if you were to approach the ruins. Unlike the great pillar of darkness that housed the sunken king, the Ebwoods lacks any kind of particularly foreboding elements, at least from afar. <laughs> trees look to be mostly of a kind of mountain ash, with branches that point upward, almost as if squeezing into a vase and leaving the forest floor mostly unimpeded as long as you maneuver around the many stout trunks. So you have a little bit of time here riding through kind of very calm, open... I'm kind of field. pulling out my horse. Look, I know what you're going to say. Orba, please, for fuck's sake, I'm exhausted. Before we go to another fucking place that's haunted, can we please lie down? Yeah? <laughs> of course. This also... feels like as good a place as any. I mean, it's completely uncovered, but at the same time, we can watch from every angle. I want to stay near Myriad Meadow, because isn't that what Erlen said he was planning on? That's where he was going to meet us? Yeah, I... yes. And he's I'm not, not here yet. not seeing any Erlen. So I don't want to venture too far from the place that he thinks we are going to be. I'm trying not to At worry least. about it. Uh, I don't I'm know what my worried. sense of responsibility is there. When were we supposed to go after him? I don't... okay. Here? I'm so tired, please. We, you said we're on the edge. Are we on the edge of the edge? Not quite yet. You're pr approaching it, yeah. I mean, it's wide open here. It starts to get sort of dotted trees, and then it'll get thicker and thicker. Through the kidnappers' we, ghosts? We no. To the edge of okay. the woods, so we can obscure ourselves even the littlest bit. Okay. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Scanning the edges of the forest. Give me a perception. See if I... It's my thing. I do that so Proceed. well. Like, uh, <laughs> no! Are you kidding me? Is that another one? It's another one! Use my die. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. What the f <laughs> Nothing unusual. Along the horizon. Take Get it. away from me. <laughs> just put it there just in case he wants it. Just in case he gets mad. <laughs> I tossed it in his dice drink. You just tossed a 20. <laughs> you didn't see that? <laughs> it was a 20. 
Get away from me. I don't want your stupid dice. You need to roll a 14. Yeah. Don't discard my luck. <laughs> anyway. As you ride, nothing out of the ordinary that you notice. <laughs> and it's, again, very wide open here. It's starting to turn from sort of a deep red to a sort of orange that's getting into darkness as the sun continues to set. The path is mostly quiet. The open landscape seems to afford you a little peace of mind that for this stretch, nothing's going to kind of pop out and take you by surprise. And he knows we're headed north. If anything, he won't find our rotting corpses in the meadow. Wait, He'll wait, wait, go... wait. Should we have left some kind of trail for him? Fuck, I feel stupid. We now have, I have left we some kind left, of market. We just left four horses in the heavy rain. There's going to be tracks. The meadow <laughs> is wide open. He will know that we are not there. Okay. Quickly. Okay. I'm looking. Can I kind of look up ahead and? <laughs> I'm so tired. She's looking for any like comfy oh spots to the rest. <laughs> Prioritizing comfy. comfort. Oh, oh, there are there are no comfy places. Six. <laughs> the best the forest edge kind of has to offer you are maybe a couple scattered trees to to lay up against and. All right, lay <clears throat> Graven, looking good enough. Come on. Um, I don't know how, um... What's happening? Be back. Uh, I don't know how real-world busy John is right now, but could we do, like, a phone-a-friend sending? What? <laughs> you could attempt a sending. I, he is... No, like... He, like, no, I understand. I, 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 on stage. <laughs> He's on stage right now. He cannot. Right. Still Maybe if we go past 10 o'clock. Yeah. Mm. What's the runtime of that no, show? I don't think so. But we're resting now. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, God damn it, John. <laughs> if, any, if anything, I could send a message to Erland and tell him, update him. Oh! Before we rest. Right. Uh, You've got the mind thing. He'll be able to respond, right? Oh! <laughs> Perhaps. So, um, if, 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 you res if he has a chance to respond, he could say either, like, yeah, everything's fine, or um, please help in dire uh, No, I'm dead. Or Hopefully that. not that. That's... Find our place okay. to settle down. Okay. Please, please. That's a good idea. You... Severe sees that one tree that looks moderately <laughs> comfy. my tree! <laughs> Lead the horses I'm over to it. To Again, it kind of has those branches <laughs> yes. that kind of go up, so it has a little sort of... I'm going to tie up my horse and basically just slide, slide down the tree. And then as soon as I... Not first watch. Who wants first watch? It's not me. I can... I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Good night. We usually set like watches throughout the evening as we sleep. Just, yeah. Okay. No worries. Sephir will be last. Second or third? I'll take second. Okay. Okay, so wake me when you're done. I'm going to, like, scamper up a tree. Sure. Oh. And go to sleep in a little branch crevice. Give me an acrobatics check. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so sweet. No, don't fall. Six. Six. The the trunk of the tree is rather <laughs> slick. Sort of the bark is not sort of has good handholds on it. And you get up to the branches and then slide back down to the base. Give another look up. You can try one more time. I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, use the right dice. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I touched it earlier. <laughs> this time you get up to where the branches are and you're holding on to one of the branches, but you pull yourself up. Did you and there's really up? no, like, like all the branches are too close to each other. There's nowhere to, like... Yeah, I didn't want to sleep here anyway. <laughs> so you slide back down, down, down to the base. <laughs> It'll be safe enough down here with watches. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, 
Graven, before we rest, um, were you able to see me? Can I still see her? You cannot still see her. It kind of when the when the winds went down. <laughs> yes, when the when the mist when the storm dissipated. There was something about the swirling storm, something that lifted the veil, either on your end or mine. I don't know. That's very interesting. It is. What do you think? <sighs> Much the same, but the scythe was formidable. It's really cool. <laughs> you just can conjure that, like I, with my yeah. spiritual weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just like that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Looks powerful. Yeah, I guess. Come, come, doesn't that... What just happened, does it not give you more confidence? I don't know how I feel about it. We went in there... Probably foolishly, and we still came out on top. It's not the... It's not us completing the task that made me nervous. Um, This is gonna be hard, Graven. I thought that I had seen the hardest part of my life, and I'm starting to get the impression that that is not the case. Cliff. Me. The world at this point is asking a lot of you. I suppose try not to dwell on it too much. Oh, I thought you were going to say try not to fuck it up. No, no. <laughs> I'm confident that you won't. Okay. But I realize that it can seem daunting. Stay with us and keep going as you have been. I'm going to reach out and put my hand on your hand. Ah. She does. <laughs> she does. Yes. I feel the touch. Thank you. Get some rest. It's good work. Is there anything you'd like me to say to Erland? Just make sure he's okay. <laughs> I suppose let him know what our morning might bring and ask for a confirmation that he'll be here. <laughs> of course he could be bound and gagged. Do you have to be do you have to do you have to have your full physical facilities in order um, to reply? I actually do not know. Been do you need to speak? A while. You don't Still? need to speak. Oh. Mm. It's a telepathic communication. <gasps> it's hey. been a while, but I believe he'll be able as long as he is conscious, he will be able to reply. So if you get nothing in response... Did Cliff not say that sending of late has been tenuous? I suppose it's been in regards to certain subject matters. Yes. That's fair. I don't know if it'll do anything. I would not take it as a... <laughs> a morbid sign. Okay. If I don't. I will try not to. <laughs> Why don't, it's okay. you, why don't you just sleep and we'll uh, talk about it in the morning. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, good night. <laughs> Gotta eat a ration. Can I start to lay down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we Can should mark eat that. Pull it some hard tag <laughs> and some... 
Everybody give me perception checks for your watches. Oh, no. No, you need Here. to oh, Which oh, device oh, are no, you going to get? Oh, no, your glasses are off. That's why. You took them off to sleep. No, no. 14. I thought they were like six. Um, I'm rolling this as Reaper, even though I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Because you haven't. You change at the end of a long rest. So Got it. it would be. Perception? Yep. 11. Sephira, what was your? Seven. Six. I see nothing. <laughs> As lay down, rests, or spreading out your bed rolls. As you're lying down, you're kind of used to when you're traveling in the wilderness, finding a nook or a pocket of trees somewhere. It feels very exposed. <laughs> like you roll over your head on the pillow and you open your eyes, and you can just see oh, for like God. miles in the distance with the moonlight. Gosh, like you can just, that's terrifying. So it's a, it's a little disorienting, but a moment <laughs> as you take some time to drift off. Graven, you have the first watch. Is there anything during this time? going to attempt oh, God. to send. <laughs> I think a lot of people are familiar with the spell, but it's the first time that we've used it on stream, so go ahead and read that. Ooh. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> One action. <laughs> Unlimited range. Uh, I send. You send. <laughs> what? I didn't think it would be this difficult. I'm sorry. (laughs) You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. The creature hears the message in its head, recognizes you as the sender, if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. Answers in a like manner. So it appears in your mind in return. Spell enables the creature with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. You can send the message across any distance and even to other planes, but if the target is on a different plane than you, there is a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. Can you imagine if I made you roll a percentile die? <laughs> if Erlen was on a oh, different plane of existence. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Graven takes a moment, focuses his mind, quiets his mind, focuses on the spell. <laughs> Who are you sending to, and what is your message you're sending? Do I know his last name? Yeah, Loftifo. Loftifo? I know, yeah, but we know. Was oh, do I you there? know it? I don't know if Raven. I was ever there. I think he. I think it's been said enough times that I think you would probably know it. I think he has definitely said it. He has but introduced like, himself as Erlen Loftifel enough yeah. times that I think. I think he has. Loftifel? I think he has. When we, You know how I know? It's I because when we've been at I gates think, and stuff. We I have, think he, he might have, but regardless. It's <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. I think you can't you complete the sentence. Don't I'm say the so full name. Familiar. That's two words. I'm so familiar with him that I can just. <laughs> hey, Earl. Saying. Yeah, I'm not saying Earl. <laughs> I'm thinking. Hey, Early. Big E. All right. <laughs> Meadows. <laughs> Successful. Better have good reason. Oh no! <laughs> to abandon Orba. Not <laughs> done. Do you need help? Edge of Edward. Edge of Edwards. Mm-hmm. Praxis by tomorrow night. Four 
Good luck. <coughs> Focuses on Love. taking that message and projecting it out as much as you can. Like a message from your passive aggressive. Feel it kind of <laughs> passing through your <laughs> brain and moving, <laughs> trying to connect with that. You picture Erland and sort of the f- figure that you're familiar with. You try and project that message to him. It looks like a bitch. <laughs> 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 and you hear a voice in your head. What makes you think I would allow you okay. such a message? <laughs> Jesus. After you failed to purge the desecrated ground. <laughs> Who's he never forget? Is your hold so tenuous? That you would bother with such things? You mentioned the girl. Yes, I would bother with such things as I have before. Keep your thoughts to yourself. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. I fucking hate this guy. guy's off. I just hate him. Your god's a bitch. Eleven. Eleven. You feel kind of like a sharp Ow. pang in your heart. Like, Dude. like a surge of energy just pours through you. It almost feels like, and you're rarely at the kind of receiving end of this, like a radiant energy, like a searing, almost gleaming incandescent energy that sears at your organs on the inside and you take you're okay right (laughs) oh no he's fine 12 radiant damage oh he's uh he's got too much (laughs) smited and then slowly fade kind of back to scent I can feel that he's not with me yeah, as much as usual. <laughs> God. You can even feel you like just to see you reach for that energy, like a like for a third level spell for, and you feel that it's been expended. Yeah. Look over to the. Lumpy bedroll, empty. Sorry. <laughs> Just slump back against a tree, I'm trying to like. <laughs> Just focus on the feeling. Don't sit too far from your mic. Yeah. Okay. Focus on the. That kind of empty feeling, that I've had the whetstone and in the soul shelter and even in the in that storm to some degree just try to sit in my own thoughts and, and keep keep my mind empty honestly <laughs> even though things keep trying to find their way in and scan the horizon time passes Craven's watch goes by next up was Kimi I think 
Mm-hmm. Just lay a hand on the bedroll. Mm-hmm. No shake. It's okay. Time. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you go to push yourself up to kind of get in watch position. Your wrists are sore. They're like from climbing on those wet <laughs> oh, rocks to kind of pull yourself oh, yeah. up. You just feel that aching oh. sensation in your fingers like you were tight, yeah. gripping something so tightly. And finally your body's starting to relax, but it just has that yeah. cracking sort mm-hmm. of aching feeling. But you <clears throat> prop yourself up into a sort of more alert position. You watch Graven retreat to his bedroll. It was, it was quiet. All right, more for me. Mm. Um, not. <laughs> Just knock on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you wish to accomplish during your watch? No, <laughs> no accomplishing. Nice and quiet. <laughs> the time passes. Finally, it becomes time to wake Orba for her watch. Nothing happens in the night here. Go over, wake Orba. Psst. Huh. Good morning, sleepyhead. <laughs> it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Mm-mm. Okay. Go go sleep. Thank you. Well, that begins her watch. Quiet of the night, sort of swirling around her, listening to some of the sounds of insects, and sometimes you hear sort of a faint owl coming from the direction of the, the ebb woods, <laughs> and some of the creatures. And those sort of animal noises come and go throughout the time during your watch. Sometimes you'll hear sort of maybe just a little snapping of a twig. You'll look over and then you'll see like something, a deer, a moose sort of traipsing through the sort of sparse forestation. A little more time passes and you hear another sound that is less natural less animalistic. It sounds a little bit like scraping. (laughs) Stops for a moment. And again. And then it stops. How close did that sound? To me, perception check. Go. Got two ideas. <laughs> Perception check. Mm-hmm. Nine minus one. Eight. Eight. Oh my gosh. Difficult to tell. It doesn't sound super close. It's not like on the other side of the tree, but you know, the other trees around you are probably anywhere between 20, 30, 40 feet away. Maybe something in that range. You imagine if it was further than that, you might not even be able to hear it at all. So okay. something in that range. Okay. Uh, I think Orba's going to try to quietly get up. <laughs> and maybe, depending on how like foresty this forest is, like it's pretty sparse. Oh, okay. I was going to say like <laughs> kind of like duck between a couple trees to just kind of gap, bridge that gap. You can kind of like. Like run between two of them. Yeah, get closer not, to the direction. Not run, now. but yeah. Okay, give me a stall check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do better. <laughs> oh. <Nate. wow>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stealth. Oh my god. Seven. Seven. As you move from one to the other, your feet on the grass just makes kind of a light crunching sound, and it really isn't making that much noise. But the quiet of the night at this particular moment is is dead stillness so that just that little bit of noise is the only real thing that 
anybody could perceive at that moment. Mm-hmm. And the moment you kind of step on a larger tuft of grass that makes a little bit of a noise, mm-hmm. you hear something else like moving away from you. Like it heard your mm-hmm. steps and moved away. You have dark vision. Yeah, yeah. Give me a perception check. Oh my god, come on. Oh. <laughs> Rope that cattle. Give me the one you rolled a 20 with. Um. Yeah, that. that no, it was this. It was the two-toned. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> the, the rolling Sorry. dice is a science. Perception check. Perception. No, I it's can't not. This, guys. <laughs> uh, eight. Eight. The only thing that you think you see is a shadowy figure with a tail, like a tail, like a fuzzy tail, or like a lizard tail, like a reptilian tail. Oh. And not small, not like super low to the ground, like as a tiny creature, Brand? like a like Probably maybe humanoid sized, like a tiefling tail. Humanoid sized, uh, hard to tell with that with that person. Well, that that scaled right? human with a tail. Okay. I think so. Uh, oh, that's big. She's gonna yeah. Now, like, with a little more intention of making noise, try to like again keep breaching that gap a little of where I think that sound came from. Okay. Give me another stealth check. Just don't get kidnapped. We're the ones who are asleep. <laughs> stealth. What was my stealth? A zero? God, why do I keep moving from this page? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. You move closer to that source of the sound. And after you get to the next tree and you go to listen, and the sound has disappeared. Yikes. From what you... You don't know a lot about kobolds, but just a little bit of history about reading of them. They're extremely light on their feet. They're very sneaky. They, they have, like, a very good ability to sort of remain under, undetected if they wish to be. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you imagine if it's gotten a certain distance away from you, you're hearing nothing. You can't, you can't discern anything at this point. Is there a way for me to kind of check out whatever few trees there are in this area to see if I can identify any markings? Give me an right? investigation check. Which die should I use? <laughs> Investigation. Mm-hmm. 17. There 17. You, you take a look at just sort of il- narrowing down the trees to kind of a cone of where you kind of heard the sound from because you weren't able to pinpoint it precisely. You kind of move from tree to tree, like walk, run your hand up and down the trunks of the trees to see if there's any sort of uh, indentations along the bark. Finally, you get to one, and at this point, you're probably. 50 feet away from your companions, sort of where that little uh, campsite where you guys lay your bedrolls down, and you're running your finger along the trunk, and you feel an indentation, and you turn around the trunk, and you look at it, and it looks like there's a kind of symbol drawn there. Mm -hmm. And it's not glowing, it's not sort of, it doesn't, immediately your expertise in magic tells you it's not something that seems to be holding any kind of energy. Okay. Yeah, but it has a kind of... Uh, about to buzz. <laughs> Lord have mercy, I'm about to buzz. <laughs> Don't you buzz. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, no. I'll find an empty page eventually. There we go. Um, it has like a square. Okay. And then like an X through it. Huh. So it's some kind of... Scr- mm. Like, and scratchy, too, like that. Like, it was done, it looks like it was done maybe with a claw, not a uh, cutting instrument, like a knife or something. Okay. So there's some kind of, yeah, simple okay. mark nap here. <laughs> yeah, that means or, these guys are the, losers. Yeah, yeah. losers no right here. No kidnappy or yes kidnappy. Nappy? Okay. Orb is going to quickly, like, without turning her back to where all of the noise was coming from, she's going to back up and try to get close to camp. Okay. Cool. Um, 
and just gonna be on like super high alert now and just really try to okay. focus me, on the watch. Perception check. We're all gone. All three of us are <laughs> gone. Yeah. Okay, here we you go. back up mm-hmm. and you step on an empty bed. <laughs> Two. Oh my Do your God. best to keep as as good an eye on your surroundings as possible, but wow. difficult to discern anything. And without sort of a base of knowledge of kobolds, nothing that you can sort of grasp onto as as a way to determine whether or not there might be in the vicinity or not. Okay. I am buying new dice. <laughs> Time passes. Get to the end of your watch. Okay. Stupid. Uh-huh. Stupid. <laughs> feeling like I'm missing something. Orba's gonna go over to Safira and she's gonna kneel down. Fuck's <clears throat> sake. Like, yeah. How are you feeling? Oh, like right shit. Are you alright? Everything okay? Uh, yeah. So, the one thing I would say to just be prepared for mm. uh, I think I possibly heard a kobold like 50 What's feet that? from camp. No. Come on. He's He didn't approach the camp. It looks like he. Uh, inscribe some kind of a mark on a tree. What? Where? Uh, what kind of? Can I take a quick second? I guess to quickly show her. Sure. Okay. Fo- follow me. Okay. It has not changed since you last saw there. You see the sort of square with the scratched markings there. It doesn't have a dick over it now. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm asleep. So what is I, that? It's they're it's they're marking some kind of territory. I don't know if okay, it's. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of doing a quick scan around, looking for places where I think are hiding places. Cocked. That's so cocked. Thirteen. Mm, Thirteen. You look around, it's quiet. It's dark. You can see with your dark vision up to a certain extent, but nothing that you perceive at this moment. If, if they are marking for a possible attack, we... Hold, hold on, I'm just saying if. I don't know. If they are, just keep your head up. We'll be gone in a couple of hours. As soon as we're all done resting, we leave. Okay, go to sleep. Check your stuff when you get back to the bedrolls. I'm staying here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna post up by the tree and stay You're gonna stay by the tree? Yeah, this is where the marking is. So I can look at you, and I can look all around. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 we just killed the barnacle guy. That was, that was right scary. Had the craziest dreams. By the way, do you not think it was a little bit weird that Sebastian, he didn't he didn't kill that guy? That's right odd. Sebastian didn't kill what guy? No, no, no. No, no. Sebastian didn't kill anyone. I'm saying <laughs> Sebastian himself didn't get killed. Oh, I think he didn't die because we we killed his captor. That's my guess anyways. I think he didn't die because captor chose not to kill him. I think if that Captor chose to kill fucking anyone he could. No, he tried to kill me. Well, right, but you're you're a bit different, aren't you? So I just think it's odd. Don't you think it's odd? For him to do something like that? For him to leave him alive? It seems. Think about Sophia. I'm not gonna (laughs) put any mental energy toward why this man didn't die. I have no idea. I was really expecting him to. I mean, I'm I'm chuffed that he wasn't. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, I gotta go bed. Good night. <laughs> Are you staying here at the marking? Yeah, I'm yeah. staying here. So yeah, you, you you can see where they're where they're sleeping. Because I, I so. want like a vantage point of the camp, so sure. I kind of want to keep my like facing the camp. But you know, you can do so. Well, yeah, so you stay leaning around. against the tree, putting your hand over the symbol. And... Not here. Whatever this is, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I should have said nothing. <laughs> I should have said was nothing. Keep your eyes out. I negate the rest because I'm so... 
Uh, you've actually completed your long rest. Yeah. Right? Um, a little more time passes. Sun in the sky begins to crack the horizon. A little bit of orange-yellow light coming up. Saphir's rest comes to an end. Oh, if we have completed our rest, these effects of the strength, my, I, I can, my strength yes. modifiers are back now? Great, and our hit dice are back. The rest is completed. You return to maximum HP. HP. Okay. Yeah. Right. You get your spell slots back as well. Yay. well yes. The ability to cast your spells. Fucking hell. We all get it? We all get it? <laughs> yes. We get half of our, each, our hit half dice back? Hit dice. Roll, yep. Rounded. Rounded yeah. You like to take things away from me. <laughs> I am so mad that I used all my hit dice. <laughs> now you got okay. half of them. You, got, you lived through down. that. Now I can two. fight. Safira goes after keeping an eye. You see no nothing suspicious beyond. As even as the light begins to come up, you have a slightly better view. You're looking at least where Orba pointed out. You're looking toward the Ebwoods, like a few further deeper okay. into the forest, and you see no. You see some light animal activity, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary or suspicious. Okay. You return to the camp. <sighs> kind of wake everyone up. And... <clears throat> So nothing with the um. I didn't see anything, so that's good. Oh, good. Uh, we should check our bags. And I'm gonna kind of, as soon as we, I'm gonna start checking our stuff and make sure everyone, everything's there. I mean, investigation check. Oh goddamn. Um, nineteen. Nineteen. Everyone kind of watches, sleepy, sort of pushing the sleep out of your eyes as Saphir's like rifling through the horse's uh, saddlebags, her own bag, picking things up, putting them back in. Nothing missing. As well. Nothing missing. Why Fossil. would something be missing? Uh, Orba heard something. I, I have a suspicion that there was a kobold near the camp. I don't know if he knew we were here, but he made a marking on the tree. Um, does anybody know of kobold behavior like that? Do I, if she shows us to it, do yeah. I recognize Give me a nature that? check. I know, we're, we have slim pickings now at this point. Nature? Yeah. Five. Five. Wow. The only thing, you're aware that, I mean, kobolds are fairly intelligent. Yeah. Um, and they definitely use symbols, uh, sigils. Collaborative hunters? Yeah, to communicate certain things. Like it means nothing to you. <laughs> the, the symbol itself means nothing to you. Well, I don't know about you, but all of us together, we look pretty formidable, right? You would hope that, unless it was a giant group of kobolds, probably saw us and moved on. Do we see any value in destroying the marking? Yeah, I see well, value in it. I don't see why we'd keep it. If we were Mussing it up a little bit. I mean... Go be my guest. Why not? Sephira? It seems like something you would enjoy. Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, I'm gonna take, like, I know I have, like, a little sort of blade yeah. in my, like, sort of belt. I'm gonna take that out and just kind of rip the bark where sure. it is. So that I, I'm assuming it's indented in the bark, so it I'm is. just gonna yep. basically make a square of bark okay, and... Cool. Toss that sort take of take a moment the to sort of get a nice little bug habitat. Break the piece of bark off. Yep, and now there's just a you can see the exposed skin of the habitat. tree underneath. <laughs> Put it down. Do I know how big of a group kobolds typically travel? Um, it varies, but almost never alone, like in yeah. packs. Um, and they do form half a dozen. Yeah, if they're traveling, like in a pack of something like a dozen, a dozen to ha or half a dozen to a dozen, but they also do form little communities, which could be, you know, dozens. upwards of 50, 100, if, if it's a big one. So it depends. Well, perhaps, as he said, they have taken up in the heart of the woods, and this was just a few of them on the outskirts. Well, I hope so. We are moving on from here. 
Okay. How are we feeling? Is everyone all right this morning? Feeling ready? Nice and chipper. Right. Okay. Still got the hungry. Actually, I'm hungry. I, does anyone want rations or anything? Um, I've I've eaten. Does anybody uh, see any wildlife that we could try to? Uh, let me have a look. Uh, can I take a look for any like sort of things I can forage and anything that check. I could sort of small game that I could maybe hunt? Survival. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve. The only thing that you you see a, a bush that has some sort of uh, fruits, uh, sort of berry fruit, and you look at it, and it looks like maybe not super edible. You look around a little bit, and you do see an almirage <laughs> scatter between two trees. Oh, can I try to toss my dagger at it? Or? Sure. Give me a. Uh, do you have a dagger? You just have like a pocket. I have a. Right? It's like a pocket. Yeah, you can't I really use that, that as a. It wouldn't. It's not like. Can I try to stab it, it with one of my arrows? Sure, you could try to do that. Um, just give me a uh, improvised weapon, which would be a d20 plus your strength modifier. Okay. You're trying to run up to it and stab it. They're very fast. They're like rabbits. <laughs> uh, why don't I just try to shoot it? Severa <laughs> <You can laughs> gets one out of her quiver, takes two <laughs> steps towards it, and it like... <laughs> oh, tries to stab it. Uh, is that cocked? Can you see what that is? Maybe. No, you can't. That's ba- yeah, that's... Do- yeah. That's that's right. Can't put a die on it. It's cocked. Okay. Uh, what in fuck? <laughs> I, guys, what's wrong with us? I don't know what to do. Starving Thirteen to hit. Thirteen. Just eat the ration. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Wait, I, that means I got it. You walk over to it, and there's a little mirage with an arrow stuck in oh, its buddy. hind okay. quarters. Uh, uh, I immediately want to put it out of its misery. <laughs> no. And then uh, <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Quick fire. Yes. I'm going to skin it and then start, yeah. uh, yeah. You have like a a little tinderbox, a little char cloth, start a little fire. Cook up the meat, have yourself Should we save the horn for this? Didn't we? You can keep the horn. Yeah, the horns are sometimes used as a... You had that other horn, that big one. Is it a slot? No, no, no. It's like literally this thing. You weigh it in your hand. Uh, Yeah, I can carry that. We're all slotted up here. I I don't know about you. We are. Oh, no, we are. I'm almost over. Stick it in my craw. Uh. (laughs) In your mouth? That's what that means. Like a toothpick. Yeah, I'll keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, these are really valuable. This is getting getting ridiculous. Just like on it, like a lollipop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to clean it off. That's, it's it's yes. like a giant toothpick. As when you pass uh, <laughs> by uh, Lantha Ripu Trickster's Thicket, you are aware that the ground up all mirage horns are used in certain uh, concoctions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, this is a few bites for each of us. Yeah, it's a little different. You can supplement it a little bit with yeah. maybe some nuts and berries that you have on yep. hand, dried fruits that you have. <sighs> Okay. Do we know, other than the cobalt, uh, what we're preparing for here? I mean, I guess people have said it's haunted, so ghosts? Uh... Yes, more undead, yes. Okay, so be prepared, I suppose, for more undead and the cobalt? I mean... Does your voice need other things killed, or is this oh, investigatory? Anymore? Right, or does your voice have any advice? Um, let me try... Getting in contact with him. Right. Yeah, yeah sure. Why um, hello. <laughs> Mr. Curse? Yes. Hey, so good to hear your voice. Um, <laughs> Is it now? Yeah, I know you like hearing mine too. Let's not play games. 
Um, now that we're in the Ebwoods, anything specific coming to mind? Anything you need me to do for you? We're not in the Ebwoods just yet. Fair. <laughs> Get closer to the ruins. Something about the ruins calls to me. Okay, that's mad helpful. Great. Great. <laughs> um, he said, get closer to the ruins. Okay. Uh, okay. Does he seem to think that he's going to have information for us then, or is that kind of just Information like a... for all of us? I don't know. Information about his past? Probably. Well, it could be information okay. for us. Yeah. Orba. Yes. The compass. Yes. For the lodestone. Yes, I have that, right? I say that that is our path right now. Right. It, it might be somewhat accurate. Um... So the way it works is when you get within three miles, which is about an, av- an hour of travel. So with the, if you're within an hour of, of getting, it, it works even without the lodestone being active. Okay. That was the way. It would point to the lodestone. So once you get close to it. But the Ebwoods is... It's pretty big. You need to... You need, yes, you need to wander through and wait until the compass picks something up. To okay. maybe, maybe we don't head towards the heart of the Ebwoods, but we skew into it. Okay. And see what, we, see what we find. So we are looking for what's called a lodestone, and uh, it helps direct these compasses into pointing in that direction. They use it when... Uh, he talks some science nonsense, but basically it's used in, 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 in replace of a traditional compass because of crazy weather effects or something. Have I encountered one of these before in my many travels? Give me history check. Describe the nut sack stone. I need a new one. Oh my god, the nut sacks. Oh Is it history? Mm-hmm. Um, 16. 16? You are familiar with them. They, there's, you've happened by, um, you know, let me bring up, uh, actually, who, who has a Rapra map there? Yeah. So you've, you've spent some time traveling around, um, in this area specifically, and you've heard people mention them that long ago, they're no longer in use, but that long ago people used these lodestones as mm-hmm. a way to navigate when the weather was particularly bad, or if it was, you know, there was some kind of magical effect that was making it difficult to, um, sort of perceive directions. You know that there's one in the Wakshu Barrens oh, mm-hmm. over there, and you know that there's one in the Ebwoods. Mm-hmm. So you've heard of these, certainly. Um, you're aware that more exist, but this is the area that you're familiar with, so you don't know of more beyond that. Okay. Um, but yes, you're aware of their existence. Great. So we gotta go bunk it. All right. Uh, That's our goal. Yeah, well... You've gotta uh, go. So I'm kind of uh, rifling through my bag, and I pull this out. It's quite a task, this ritual. Um, basically, the first thing I've got to do is go to the place, the Edwards, so already on the right track. I put my bow down, and this is where I start to really not like it. So then I say a prayer, fine, it gets worse. Then I have to leave the area and get into an altercation. Now, what he says about the altercation, is trainer, uh, that... I, I, it has to be a genuine threat. He said it could be an ally if they don't pull their plungeons, but, but it would be better if it's a, you know, if I could actually tie, that would be better, apparently. You need to fall in battle. Yeah, and then I need to get back up and, um... You need to fall? Yep, I do. Yes. <sighs> I don't like it either, but I don't know what, what most of this, what the, it's, what, it's, I... Okay. Yeah, so kind of directions mean nothing to you. It sounds like nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> not aware of what this is. No res- history check on that one. <laughs> Will the results be worth it? 
Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, it would be brilliant. Basically, if it works, uh, I will be able to fire, use the animus form, and come right back out to where I started. It's brilliant. I've seen it done before. Don't know. Seen it done? Yeah, yeah. I am assuming I have seen it done before, or have I not? I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I know that they used wild ordnance bows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But that was before. That was I... We we child. <laughs> Okay. I, I know it can be done. I, I mean, I, How, I, I certainly fucking hope so. This would be a I'm, right dumb way to die. So I don't... Obviously, I will get you back on your feet. Will that negate it in any way? Yes, I think it will. So the idea... So we let you lay there. If everything goes to plan, the spirits are supposed to revive me. Oh. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of trust. Wait, but you're saying that we could put you down? I potentially, if you do not pull your punches. So if you're actually trying to kill me, Graven, then yes, you can put me down. Oh, I wish I had I'm... known that. I well, but the, 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 the thing I worry about with this... What? Here's what I'm thinking. We're likely going to get into a fight anyway when we walk into the... I... We're not looking for fights. No, no, yes, we're never fucking to get looking trouble. for them. So they find us, right? If it so happens that something finds us, well, I'm hoping I can trust you all enough to just, you know, not let me die if I'm down. Are you just, going okay. to know this place when you arrive? Is there a specific location? Find a place in nature with a strong spiritual affiliation, a sacred grove, a blessed garden, or an I don't know. It says, that's mm-hmm. what it says here, is that it's supposed to be a blessed place. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... Wait, <laughs> I'm waving the no like desperately like I mean you're certainly the, the directions mean nothing to you but you certainly are aware that within Ebwoods there are sacred places I mean it ha- it's a very sort of spiritual haunted place um, so. so like once you find a place that feels good and spirity yeah, <laughs> are you gonna perform like the first half and then well, wait see, for someone to find us to you just throw the bow down do. Well, the first half is to find a place, and then you got to put the bow down, and I say a prayer, and you know it's it's scripted this the prayer. But what I'd like to say is, please don't fucking kill me, and then I leave and try not to fucking die. I will actually try to die, and then hopefully they revive me. This sounds a lot like we don't want to have other people involved. That you do want it to be us. Well, you, I mean, that would probably be easier to control, but yes. might be less successful, according to San. Not I can get you back on your feet. Well, no, the spirits are supposed to bring her back. Right, so, so the if point... If it seems like that's not working. Well, sure, yeah. So, yeah, why don't we just, like, <laughs> I, beat you up? I think the sweet spot would be an enemy that is formidable, but not so formidable that will really concern. I don't know if we're going to have a choice in that. Yes. <laughs> and, and choice in numbers <laughs> of enemies. <laughs> that doesn't sound like... I say we keep our eyes out for something sacred to begin with. Okay. Well, then, agreed. Oh, Sophia, that, that could kill you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that's a good place to die. Do you want to die here? And then, if we are set upon, we take all of them down to one and let that one wail on. But I do, what, I, what I worry about is I'm supposed to, before the fight... I'm supposed to put the bow down, which is the only thing I'm. Practice the words so that you might be able to do them quickly. Yeah, no, you should memorize them. Try it. What does it say? What's the quickly? Uniosmo, 
Oyono mono firio o petago. Ergo firmono. That's pretty short for a prior. Oyono Oyono mono firha yo petpo. You do it with your eyes closed. Keep practicing. Ergo firmono. Keep practicing. Oh, bono? Mono. <laughs> the goal. Spirit continues to sort of mutter the words. Sort of, she tries looking up, and then you can see her like looking down at the page, referencing it. The idea being, no matter the situation, you should be able to say that within a few seconds. Get it out. Okay. Just keep it. Okay. Shall we? Okay. Yes. yes. To something sacred. To something sacred. And the stone. And the stone. And also the ruins. Look at the ruins. So much stuff. Praxis. Uh, just because we don't know what we're going to be approaching, we, we do need to see Praxis, and we sort of tested our limits yesterday on our energy and, uh, and our sustainability. By mid-afternoon, I think we are on our way north. Yes. At the very latest, mid-afternoon. And also, oh, uh, Erland? Oh, did you send a message? No. Unsuccessful. Right. Like he didn't Fuck. get it. Fuck's sake. As far as I can tell. Okay. Got it. Thank you for trying. Thank you for trying. Right, okay. That's Fuck's cool. sake, hope he's alright. Yes. Uni offsmo. Oh, you know. Denise, you guys saddle up. And again, you're still really kind of technically in the meadow. The trees are just starting to come upon you, and you guys start to move a little more in the direction. Can I? Were you going to ask something there? Uh, yeah, like at the entrance of those trees. Mm-hmm. Let me bring. You... Are the odds that we would be exiting around the same area, out of the Ebwoods, or is is the like north to south pretty vast as well? <laughs> Um, say it again. It I want to leave square. some kind of a marking, <laughs> like so. If Erland is like passing by, he's like, "Oh, okay." But I want to also be able to retrieve it again. What kind of marking are you leaving? Cliff's blue flag. I mean, you could certainly like put that somewhere, but the Ebwoods is not small. He, if he enters the Ebwoods from a different direction, he might not see it. I can get another flag. <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> this is a discussion, I imagine. Huh? Um, you want to leave carvings for Erland? Oh, that's a good idea. I was just concerned that the kobolds would, what if, would see those. What if we write something um, innocuous like Benji? No, it would uh, be a symbol. Do like kobolds like understand like elvish, typically? Uh, I don't know. Again, maybe something very simple would I know like if, a right. flower. No, I was going to say like just a simple elvish would character, I... like a single... Oh, or it could be something... Uh, what, what if it's a vat? What if it's that? And I sort of... Oh, nipple? Yeah, like a nipple. What if it's a nipple? the primordial Do nipples. Nipple. How close was the cobalt thing to any kind of... It was, a, it was a, the, the not the same at all. It was like a, a square I, and an X thing. I mean, are there other... That doesn't... And the square and the X thing, mm. from my remembrance, doesn't look like a... There are primordial symbols that primordial utilize a square, but not a square not with like an X that. through it like that. Yeah, like this does I not I mean, it's like not primordial, primordial if that's what you're asking, so... Is it primordial adjacent? No, not really. Do a nipple. It's a nipple? <laughs> are, we, are we going with a nipple? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to in a little circle with a dot in the middle. Step back. It's a nipple. Okay. Every every few trees, I suppose. A yeah. few trees. That'll take forever. <laughs> that will take a lot to dismount and, and do that every couple of trees. Every <laughs> half an hour, maybe. Okay. Nipples. Someone's walking through and Every half like, hour. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? There's some weird birds in this barn. <laughs> Nipples every half hour seems good. Okay. Sounds okay. good to me. Let's go. A hearty diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What? You guys start to move closer and closer to the edge of the ab woods. Trees coming on in slightly greater number. All right. I'm sorry. And you're now, you've gone basically as far as the road will allow. And now you need to like peel off from the road to go into the Ebwoods itself. Yeah. You sort of walked along this path, and finally you're starting to see that if you were to continue along the road, you would continue north to the Ropper Mountains. So you need to kind of shift, move in a westerly direction a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. And as soon as you kind of peel off the trail, oh boy. something doesn't pop out, but it does <laughs> take you by surprise. There's a dwarven woman in heavy padded sort of, it's not armor, it's more like a big coat, a big padded coat. It looks thick enough to withstand the mountain air. It's kind of hefty around her shoulders as a big sort of fuzzy kind of collar around the top. And she looks to be erecting a shoulder height wooden spike into a hole in the ground. There's like a hole in the ground and she has the spike on her shoulder and she's lifting it up and then it falls into place in a little hole in the ground. And after stepping back, she kind of dusts her hands, feeling to make sure that the spike is steady in the ground. She reaches down by her feet. And you look down, you follow her as she's moving, and there's a bloody axe lying beside an elven corpse. (laughs) And the elven corpse bears very familiar Elatrian trappings, has the kind of leg armor that's similar to what they wear. And she plants one foot on the sort of limp torso of the Elatrian. And she reaches down and grabs the elf by the hair and wrestles free what is already a mostly detached head. And she reaches up and pulls it down onto the the spike that she just directed. Oh, okay, yes. And as she pulls (laughs) the head down, you watch her sort of... Oh, no, don't let... Oh, don't... Seems like she got maybe a little splinter or something, and you can see her sort of (laughs) examining it. (laughs) We all thought she was like... "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I thought you guys meant don't lick it. He could have a disease. (laughs) I thought you meant, like, don't lick the bloody... (laughs) So you see her sort of tending to her minor finger injuries. You guys are approaching closer to her. She's a little bit away. I'm going to kind of quietly under my breath... Can she see us, I'm assuming? She's kind of facing away from you. So if she turned around, yes, she would definitely see. Um, obviously, the Elatrians are not our friends, but do we really want to engage with this? Do dwarves live in the Ebwoods? I have no Seems idea what's going on. But clearly, she doesn't around. like the Elatrians. Those aren't quite in the Ebwoods yet. Oh. So, Dang. Head <laughs> on a spike, that's a statement. Focusing on something that I should have done earlier, did we recognize her clothing at all? No. I mean, she looks sort of... Uh, having b- Being someone from the mountains, she looks like... Uh, bundled up in a way like she looks like maybe she Came lives in cold weather yes but uh, but doesn't there's no familiar colors or, or insignias that mean anything to you on her this doesn't mean anything to you does my, it no my question is why are the Elatrians going so far out of their comfort zone I was just thinking the same thing do we have to ask her about it do you think we don't have to do anything but no I'm just saying should we ask no her I about think it? we should ask her about it okay uh we should make it clear that we're not friends of the Elatrians, obviously, because, you know, head, spike. Hardly a bluff. No, definitely. O- opposite <laughs> of a bluff, I would say. Yeah. 
All of us approaching this woman who just put a head on a spike? I would rather have it be all of us and not as one of us at a time. If we're going to approach someone with a head on a spike, then let's do it in numbers. Um, how about I take the lead? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know, why not? Maybe she'd be lesser to judge me than you. No, right, I don't just know. Just put an elf head on a stick. Sure, yeah. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, right. <laughs> Half elf. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna kind of knowing that, like, Jasso, I just realized I'm gonna fall back. Took me a moment as well. <laughs> but good thinking. You see, she starts to hear the horse approaching as you get a little mm-hmm. bit of cl- bit closer, and she sort of turns. Um, sorry if it makes you a bit queasy. Fucker had the gall to ask me if I could help him do his dirty work. <laughs> she like reaches down to grab like a water oh. a water skin from her belt. Oh. <sighs> No, ma'am, I I respect you in every possible way. In fact, I admire you. Would you mind if I just ask you what he wanted your help with? Elatrians are looking for a halfling and an elf that sort of chafed their nethers in some way or another. But Elatrians are fucking scum. And I'll not rat out honest working folk for a few gold and a pat on the head. And she sort of looks at you for a moment. It's you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. What is it then, eh? Stealing? Killing? Made a funny face they didn't like? Mostly the funny face thing, but mm. like a lot of them. Um... Probably best not to linger in the Stout Hills. Doubt I'm the only traveler that they described your likeness to. Mm. Well, thank you. I mean, frankly, you've helped me out here today. I didn't do it for you. Where's the elf then, eh? Listen, I would honestly tell you if I knew, but I I don't know. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> we actually don't know. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, 21. <gasps> yes. Not my business, I suppose. Go off then, wherever you're off to. Thank you. It was inspiring <laughs> to meet you today. Sure. She starts to walk back to her horse and you notice as she's moving back that her horse has a number of what look like creature parts like tied to it. Like she seems to be a hunter of some kind. There's like, there looks like a big wing that's kind of strapped (gasps) to the side of her horse. There's another, like there's a couple like little leg, like claw legs that look like talons from like a bird. Seeing that, can I kind of... uh... Kakimi's starting to come back. You held back a little bit so Kakimi could go ahead, but you can kind of meet her at the midway point there. Sorry, um, just notice your horse. You've got some creatures. You hadn't seen any kobolds around here, had you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Kobolds hang around here, sure. Do, uh, do, do you know where they maybe last were? Mostly near the ruins, I think. Okay, right. Thank you, that's useful. Sure. The walk over. Huh? The markings that they make on trees. Oh, yes. I'm able to make where? sense of them Next. at all. Doesn't mean anything to me. Oh. Right. I don't go into the Edwards very often. We were on the outskirts of the Ebwoods, and while we were asleep, a kobold crept near enough for us to hear it. One of them carved, and I'll describe the symbol, into a tree near us. Hmm. Sounds like they're getting more confident. More confident than what? Have you been around here a while? And... I've lived in the area. Oh, right. What I mean to say is that the kobolds did not always live inside the ruins of Ebwoods. Recently they've... I suppose started some small communities there. Maybe the communities are getting larger. They're spreading out. Were they pushed out of somewhere else, or have they just been expanding? No. 
Kobolds move around, same as me. You seem like quite an adept um, hunter. Uh, any advice for if we encounter a kobold? Run. Oh. You're not likely to find just one kobold. You're likely to find a dozen or more. Sure, but if running were not an option. Any weaknesses? Hit him with a big hammer. Uh, okay. okay. Right. I think they have some natural resistance to spells. So, oh, blunt objects. Ah. Okay. Right. We can okay. do that. Are they individually stout, or are they, is it more about their numbers? Very weak individually, but very quiet. Right. They enjoy kidnapping. Yes, that so we'd heard. Yes. Hmm. You haven't seen a, a, a human man possibly come through here with a guide? Or as a guide, escorting somebody? No. Like I said, I don't frequent the Epwoods. Right. I'm on my way to Gulrapalga. Where is that map? North. It is on the map there. Sort of it, the oh, yep, cool. to the west and up near the mountains. Right where the river meets the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's quite a lot of effort the Elatrians have put into finding... friends. He raises an eyebrow. If you say so. What do they offer you? Money. How much money? Forty gold, if I had any information. With more, if I had any reliable way to track said halfling and elf down. Right. I'm going to reach into my coin purse, and I'm going to give her twenty gold. You reach out. Keep it. Aww. Really? Why? I don't work for the Elatrians. Well, no, and not... I don't work for you. May I ask? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a gift. Don't insult her. Well, okay, I wasn't trying to. I was right grateful. Not insulted, just not interested. Okay. Uh, I would appreciate it also, um, incidentally, if you could please continue to not let the Elatrians know. Not that you haven't obviously done brilliant work. Head on, Spike. Stunning. But uh, please, if you could keep the brilliant work up, that would be great. Fine. Cheers. Thank you. Just curious, uh, who struck the first blow? I did. Waited for him to turn around and hit him with an axe. Wow. Right. (laughs) There are no rules in fighting. The only rule is win. I like that. A history with the Elatrians, it would seem. Sapir kind of shakes her head quite like Zach. I don't like it a small gesture to Orba. (laughs) He's going to like slowly (laughs) eye contact. (laughs) Smiling. Uh, you, sorry, you, what was your name, if you don't mind? I'm Sephira. It's nice to meet you. Gretchen. Gretchen. Nice to meet you, Gretchen. Gretchen. No particular history with the Elatrians, if that's what you were wondering. They've terrorized this part of the world for some time. Does it seem like they're becoming more terrible, uh, expanding in any way? <laughs> no, it seems like when they get stuck on something, she sort of looks at Kiimi, they get stuck good. And it affects the rest of us. Fuck. Right. Well, sorry. Is it really the only reason they would go so far from the from their home? It's just looking for. Maybe your friend could tell me. Right. Why going through so much effort to find you? Mm-hmm. They are easily insulted, as you well know. True. Final question for you, from me, anyways. Um, 
I know you don't frequent the Ebb Woods, but any um, knowledge on the location of uh, the lodestone that is rumored there? No. Thanks. I avoid the Ebb Woods. My hunting ground is the teeming lowlands. Seem the smarter yeah. option. She sort of, with her foot, goes over and sort of squishily kicks the, the Elatrian body a little bit, what's sort of left the headless body. I already pilfered what measly coin he had available. You're welcome to whatever else is left in his pockets, if there is anything. Oh, the swords are nice. They don't usually carry much on their person, but take what you wish. Right. Thank you. Safe travels? Thank you, Gretchen. You're my hero. Gets back on horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go down and take a look at the body. Give me an investigation check. Oh, Kimi, hang on. Am I really to believe that the Elatrians are chasing you that much? Is that another one? Yeah. <laughs> God! Graven goes over. It's back. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I can't. I mean, yeah. That's like four this episode. So, the Elatrians are really that peeved that I'm on. You. Vandalized the crypt, but then you you righted it for them. You fixed it. You basically erased the vandalism. So the angry, why? Proud people want blood. Also, do we need to remember what was depicted in those crypts? Yeah, but I still don't understand it. I people have died trying to accomplish this, right? Maybe, Maybe they're don't. scared that I'll expose the truth about their history. But, but what would that do to them? I mean, I is know. there any real risk there? I'm just wondering, why waste the effort? Anyway, if she said, which is useful information, that other people on this path have been told to give information about you, we've got to be right careful, maybe yes. we should disguise her in some way. What uh, do we think? Well, I, she can use her, her paint, so yeah. work well enough, but what from now on, hair? when we approach people, we do not put Kaimi or Erland face first. Yes. Because the last two times... Anybody else? Well, that one worked out, but that was just serendipitous. Yeah. Has Arland ever mentioned if a sum of 40 gold would be a, a good fetch of money for somebody looking to get out of Atonement's End? What, 40, 40 gold? gold? I can't imagine that that's nearly enough, no. Wait, what? What? Well, doesn't, doesn't he have to do stuff and, like, have contracts and make money yeah to yes. get remission yes but 40 gold i think is a drop in the bucket i i hardly think that's that's a well, significant percentage of what, what you might need what are you implying that the elatrians know have some knowledge ortiz end you think that ortiz is looking for erland well if elatrians are running around telling anybody who seems like a you know decent hunter that they'll pay for information or for them themselves look i may be Exercising an abundance of trust that is misplaced, but Erland, who is, by all extents, the least trustful person I know, so has decided to trust this guy. And this is also someone who he has known from his past. I'm not saying that it's impossible it's a trap. It's obviously possible that it's a trap. But if anyone's going to know how to get himself out of a trap, it's our slippery little monk. Okay. So that's all I'm trying to say. I'm just. I would also clarify, um, and I think Erland has sort of explained around this, and, and I don't want it to cause confusion. Oh, okay. You can't just 
pick up money and put that towards your okay your, like you like as Erlen sort of explained when he was looking for it he has to take like an official contract got it okay to put towards it yeah you can't just like do little odd jobs okay. to pay back your your debt like sorry yeah what you were trying to say is you think Ortiz might be looking for 40 gold yeah so right yeah that's that's not a thing no. okay that's fine. Yeah. It would be surprising. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't just put that toy again. It has to be a, a, a the atonement's end has to agree to the contract. They, they negotiate with the monastery. Okay. Look, I'm hoping it's not a bloody trap, but if it is, then I'm looking forward to hearing the probably exaggerated tale of how he slid his way out. He already is late. Yeah, well. You doing okay? You're good? Yeah. While they were having this conversation, I was, like, refreshing my pain yeah, and everything sure. like that. Um, does Erlen's winter clothes have a hat of any kind? Uh, let me... A hood, maybe. Look. There's a hooded cloak, yeah. Be a bit warm. <laughs> Is it going to be too big for me? It's a little uh, big on you. It kind of swaddles you a little bit. It, it's not like, you know... the smallest of you can, Yeah, you can wear it. It sort of, again, it would drag on the ground while you were walking, okay. but it's it's wearable. Okay. Um, I'll take it. I think it's in his saddlebag. I think it's, on, oh, it's in your it. saddlebag. Oh, get it. <laughs> I'm going to rifle through. If I Give hit. it to me. <laughs> if you put the hood over, it comes down like right just to your eye line. I look like a spooky demon. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, actually. If you can hide your eyes, too, then that's even better. Yeah. I'm going to be a swim. I mean, obviously, it'd be good to see, but, you know. Yeah, that's perfect. There we go. You're great. Yes, be a uh, sweaty demon more than anything. Uh, so. Okay. We ready? I, I think... Keep There's no neither of you have anything uh, since these kobolds are uh, resistant to magic. You don't have anything that would let us know that they're coming. I mean, like anything that might enhance the noise that they make or something. Uh, no, we can't cast an alarm spell and have it move with us. No, it's not mobile. Well, that would be if, brilliant if we could. If there's an area it's where we... we see ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> idea. I'm going to invent it. If there's an area where we see ourselves stationed for, you know, a certain amount of time, it might be worth, but... I think if we are going to be stationed for any amount of time in the Edwards, we should probably spend the energy just in case. Because they're not going to let us know. Yes. You wouldn't really broadcast a kidnapping, so... No. Yeah. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You look great. How are we feeling? Ready to go? Yes? Yes. Everyone's hidden and... Once we get even a few feet into the Edwards, it would seem that we're not going to come across many people. No. But you should ask your Mr. Curse if he knows anything. I don't know if he will. Um, He seems to be a bit dormant until we actually get inside of the woods. Right. No, I just mean once we're... Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Each of you, one at a time, kind of... Ride past that spike oh with God. the Elatrian head on it. it dies. So one, yeah, one at a time. <laughs> Your horses are like stepping over the body that's been kind of left here, just off the road a little bit. Yes. And you guys start to move past that first layer of sparse trees, go a little bit further. Starts to get a little thicker, and it, the the trees are getting closer and closer together. But again, the way that they kind of the branches go upward, you still have pretty good vision. It's just like little trunks here and there. It's like this very kind of open area below the with a very low canopy so if you literally reached up you could like brush your hands against the leaves above you as you're passing underneath the trees and you move a little further and further into the ebb woods 
You can feel your, you can feel just kind of the atmosphere changing a little bit without any kind of tangible evidence of exactly where you are. It just has a different sort of atmosphere to it. And you get closer and closer to this next sort of bunchier group of trees. And Kiimi starts to feel that itch at the back of her head once more now, sort of as it gets a little darker with the canopy overhead. And it doesn't come in as a voice at first. It comes in as almost like a like a frenetic breathing, like a like a nervous breathing. Are you okay, M- Mr. Curse? And that's where we're gonna end the. Episode. Oh, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> and with something Curse. else coming, potentially more clues as to the origin of Mr. Curse. Mr. Curse, he's gonna be okay. He's gonna be got fine. <laughs> that is that asshole sheriff. He's totally yeah, yeah, absolutely 100%, right? Wow. Unanimous decision for the Sheriff Curse. Sheriff Curse. <laughs> Sheriff Cursed. Oh. That is where we're going to pick nice. it up next week. Okay. Well done, yes. everyone. Made it through the Sunken King and. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it coming. Never want to do Woke that again. Up the next day, and you guys are. On the precipice of the Edwoods now, oh another, my. maybe the last major landmark before you guys make it to the Romper Mountains. Oh my god. What is Rest Praxis of Revelation? Like? I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, I can't Praxis. wait to be Praxis. He's going to be like, where the yeah, fuck have you been? Yeah, first of all, I'm kidding. Right no. now you are oh, are, are we really? Yeah. If yeah. you make it by this wait, evening. Wait, are yep. we actually on Skype? Yes. Yeah. That's why you guys pushed. Wait, if you had stopped I thought we were rest, behind. If you had stopped to rest before the Sunken King, that was part of it. You would have started to be behind schedule. Oh, bitch. Yeah. That was I part didn't of it. think we were still on time. No, it's oh. only about a half a day to the Robber Mountains. Yes, if you don't I linger in the Epwoods sure for a long time. Oh, please. We're going to linger. You're going to do your thing. We're going to do your thing. Brave and Lowstone. Boom. Come back out. <laughs> Kimi's like, oh, what's that? Got it? Got okay. it. <laughs> he was like, boat down. Yep. Let's go. Oh, oh, I'm dead. Oh, I'm back. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Doop de doo. In and out. Oh, it's my all God. like it's uh, gonna be a 30 minute sitcom episode next time. Not yet <laughs> knowing what resolved. the kobolds oh, have said about us. Who needs it? Yeah. <laughs> it means I put a GPS tracker on the Yeah, it, it means we're we got it. Tasty morse. Yeah, tasty morse. Party dies. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much Yay. for joining us. Um, we're going to be right back at it next week, as always. Same time. Yes. Um, and we'll just pick up there, and uh, we might have a little surprise. A little bit? Uh, a little someone else joining us, maybe? <gasps> <Who knows? laughs> uh, to be determined. So um, titillating. <laughs> <laughs> so an extra special episode for whatever that means. Oh, my God. Extra. I mean every episode. Yeah. Especially. Well, now I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're old news. Nobody yeah. cares. Um, well, the person coming might be even older news, so... Oh. Uh, <laughs> you are... <laughs> spoiler. We, yeah, we I know, have, but... I don't know. Yeah, well, spoiler. I didn't say it. That's not oh that big God. of a spoiler. <laughs> Everyone right. chill their balls. Chill <laughs> I'm going to go through it. Oh, please. We're going to like this first name a lot. White Lotus, subscribe. Oh, Oh, yes. The secret order. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry we missed this. Um, Adventures in Zen raided us. So thank you very very much. I believe I recognize Hope you had a good stream. Yes, I hope you had a great stream. Hope you had a good campaign. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Um, uh, Zigudis did uh, a thousand bits. Thank you so much. Zigudis. Zaalan99 did 100 bits. GF Power did 100 bits. Jack Robert Power did 500 bits. Zigudis did 100 bits. Zaalan did 100 bits. Snap. Cobra did 500 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 400 bits. Oh my 
Gwen, uh, did 200 bits. Zagoodies, 1,000 bits again. Oh my Zagoodies. gosh. Jack Rabbit Power gifted five community subs. Snapping Cobra did 100 bits. Snapping Cobra did a g- g- community sub. GF Powers did 200 bits. Bye. Snapping Cobra did another community sub gift. Seth resubscribed. Welcome back. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Snapping Cobra. These are all for ones. Oh my god! Snapping Cobra did Someone's gonna go broke. Yeah. Mr. Squiggles did 100 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did 500 bits. Jack Rabbit Power did another 2,000 bits. My goodness. Ponder resubscribed for 11 months. Pabony Jabroni did 4 bits. Pocadoco gave out a community stuff. Jack Rabbit Power did 100 bits. Snapping Cobra did 19 bits. And Mr. Squiggles closing it out with 100 bits. Thank you guys so much. And Pocadoco, special shout out. We enjoy your art always. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's really cute. So sweet. Oh, the one of Orba getting uh, yeah. with the little orc. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the little, the little, little figurine. So the little orc. Figurine. Very, very cute. Um, <sighs> thank you all so much. If you thank were just you. tuning in, go over and check out our Patreon and our merch shop. There's yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Everybody. And the Discord is also a very fun community where we're sharing a lot of uh, uh, homebrew stuff, like community homebrew things. Yes. Please feel free to check it all out. Yeah, if you're bidding for ones, I'm sorry if you have money left. <laughs> yeah. Um, Graven couldn't find shit on that guy's body. Nope, nothing. <laughs> nope. You know what? That guy seems dead. <laughs> like, like, seems dude, is he alive? <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> is this a different guy? That Got it. <laughs> All right. just snuck in a few bits at the end there. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, feel Don't, better, buddy. I feel better. Oh, oh, not feeling well. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sicky. Sicky Loja. Sicky Loja. Oh, no. Please feel better. Um... Your guys' support means everything to us, and we'll be back next week to bring more story to you. We can't wait to see you there. Have a wonderful week. Good night, everybody. We're still alive. I know. (laughs) That's all for now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. Cheers for that. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift. 